M-I-C-A-H Beats Welcome, welcome, welcome to Just Therapy, where we talk about life with a comedy twist, with your host, comedian Sean Boyd, Antonio Ferguson, and Miss KT. We talk about a whole bunch of shit from politics to people actually taking shits. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the therapy session. Man, this be dope. Make a motherfucker want to rap. I can't rap, man. Hold on, here we go. I can't rap. I really can't. But come sit down on the couch with us. Man, I can't rap. Come to the couch. Enjoy the show. Let's go. Just another day on the couch talking about all the problems of today. Yeah. Welcome back to another episode of Just Therapy. I am your host. Y'all know who the fuck I am. Y'all already know what it is. And we back on another beautiful Monday evening, y'all. Y'all know I was broadcast from my dining room, so I always look out the window, and it was a gloomy one today, but I'm telling you this, we about to have some fun, y'all. I'm excited. I I do this every week. I always say I'm excited, but y'all already know I'm always excited about the people I bring on my damn show. Y'all just don't know. Hey, big shout out to my guest last week, DC Glenn one half of the group tag team the rap group yeah whoop there it is was on the couch last week and i'm telling you if you missed that episode go back and watch it or listen to it on spotify he was dropping some gems so big shout out to him but i'm excited because one of my sisters is here and she brought some other ladies with her if y'all read the the little description of whatever the fuck it was i got the ladies of the revival of the mic in the building, and I am excited. Let's go. What's going on, ladies? What's Peace up, boys? Ed Red. So she is a friend of the couch, already been on the couch before. She sung last time she was on here. But we about to have her do something different. She goes strip tonight. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> Don't get their hopes up that high now. <laughs> it costs to see these cakes, baby. <laughs> we got concrete rose in the building. What's going on, Chris? Peace, love, Rose. Hey, how y'all doing? There we go. And then Desi, she here, but she not here. I don't know <laughs> what she doing. Like she said, she had. She thought she had seven minutes when it was five minutes. And she still ain't came back yet. So <laughs> she too busy turning people to stone. <laughs> oh yeah, you did say her her new stage name. We, we'll let we'll let her do it when she right. So Eb, so I, like uh, if if people don't know, uh, Eb is a great friend of mine. So is Concrete Rose. Uh, when I started comedy a long time ago, I used to be at the open mics at the poetry spot. So. 
I've been knowing them. I've been knowing both of y'all for almost 15 years now. Damn. Yeah. Can y'all believe it's that damn long? I feel no, old. Because it still it feels like <laughs> yesterday. You said you feel old. Motherfucker, we we are old. What do you mean? You feel <laughs> no, old. No, y'all niggas is old. I'm better. That's hilarious. Oh, oh, hold on. Desi didn't switch. Okay, hold on. Let me let me bring we got one more. Okay. I was trying to do I heard you talk about I'm turning somebody to stone. It wouldn't let me. Um, I don't know what was going on. I was like, no, I'm here, I'm here. Hey, for some reason, uh your 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 camera didn't work or something, so but we got you. Desi in the building. What's going on, Desi? Hey, hey. Welcome to the couch. I appreciate it. Um, so if like I said, if you most people don't know, um, they are poets, poetress, right? I gotta say yes. it right. No, am I saying it wrong? I don't I've never even heard of that one. You done made up a whole new word. It, it ain't poetry. We are spoken word artists. Okay. I like I that yeah, that one. <laughs> you don't you don't like the other one? I've never heard of that one. That's some new shit. New shit. Oh, well, I like we gonna it. look it up. Well, spoken word artist. There we go. Poetress. Okay, I like I that. Like that. I like yeah, that. That's, that's, that. that's, that's who. That's what we are now, y'all. We poetress. <laughs> <laughs> My guy DJ on the couch. What's up, man? He said, "What's up, couchers? Happy Monday. What's good with your family? Appreciate you joining us tonight." Hey, D'Angelo. Yeah, so listen, so I got the flyer. Let me put up Brown the flyer real the quick. Uh, they are here promoting a show coming up September, right? Is that September? The, the yes. Date, right? yes. September 21st, 23, in Jilly's Music Room. I don't know why the half got cut off. Maybe I grabbed it from the wrong one, but it is in Akron, Ohio. Uh, it is Revival of the Mic. So Rose and Ebony Red. So, and my guy, reality. Um, but uh, Ebony was like, Ain't no guys coming on the show. I'm the only guy on the show, which I mean, I'm okay with that. But I thought that was like, She like, Can the ladies come on? I'm like, Sure. And then I seen reality on there. And I'm like, Wait, why ain't, why, why, why we ain't, we ain't, we ain't bringing a brother? Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> So tell me, somebody, y'all ain't got to talk out once, but y'all can all go around. So what is going on with this revival of the mic? So listen, this is this is what's up with revival of the mic. Revival of the mic is um, where we are reviving the art and the lost art of spoken word and poetry. Um, what has happened is um, a lot of our elders have um, went into retirement. And so the craft of teaching spo spoken word, coaching spoken word, writing, your writing techniques, the different styles of um, poetry, all of that is just like kind of a lost art. It's kind of got lost in the shuffle, so to speak. And so us ladies were together um, discussing you know, bringing back poetry, the nostalgia of poetry, where you used to go to the open mic spots and you heard a dope poet get on the mic and spit 
that inspired you right. to want to write something that was either a response back to that piece that they wrote mm -hmm. or made you create a whole new piece. Mm -hmm. And you were able to sit down and bounce that piece back off of one another until you perfected it. And then the next time you got up and you performed it, you had a legitimate piece. Mm -hmm. And so um, that's what this revival of the mic is. Not only that, but um, our girl Desi always um, wanted to host her own event. And she came to me in concrete. I uh, said, hey, y'all the OGs in the game. Y'all was in the game when I was coming in the game. So can y'all help me? And we was like, yeah, well, what you need? What you need? And Revival of the Mic was birthed and born through a conversation. And in seven days, we had an event. We had a venue. We had a flyer. And then we had poets. Okay. All right. All right. 14 of them, to be exact. 14. Yes, oh, baby. We're bringing out the big guns. We got the elders. We got some of our elders. Well, just in the poetry scene, we call them the gatekeepers. Okay. I am considered a gatekeeper now. But some of the gatekeepers that was gatekeepers before I became a gatekeeper, they're coming out of retirement so that they can touch this mic. They're tapping in. Nice. Nice. That's what's up. So, Concrete, what's your take on it? Is it the exact same thing? Because we, we, we already know Ebony can talk. We know she'll take over the fucking show. But uh, what's your take on the revival of the mic? Um, kind of the same thing that she said. Uh, Desi has been like my little sister from when I first met her. She was performing and she was a newbie on the mic. She always said that she wanted to do her own thing. And I retired a few, some years ago. Um, I, I, I still write. I just don't perform. Um, cause I, I'm not going to say I did it all, but as far as like Ohio, I kind of like hit the, the ceiling when it comes to venues and what I can do. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, I went to a friend of mine, he started a, a, a program called lyrics on lockdown. So I was a part of that. And we used to go to all the prisons within Northeast Ohio, male and female prisons. And we used to perform, um, I've been out of state and doing stuff. So when I kind of retired, it was like, there's really nothing else for me to do here at this moment. So I'm just like, you know what, let me focus on other stuff. So I went into, you know, other aspects that didn't have anything to do with poetry. So when Desi asked me, you know, she like, hey, I'm, I want, I'm thinking about doing my own thing. Can I get you to come out? I'm like, what? Okay. I, sure. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, that's like little sis. I'm like, sure, of course, you know, um, I'll come out. So we just kind of want to bring that whole aspect of real. I'm not saying that people don't do real poetry. Let me say that the whole aspect of fire poets, mm -hmm. not saying that nobody else isn't a fire poet. So if you listening to this, don't take it the wrong way. You got a problem with me. Come see me. Um, <laughs> fires, what she's saying. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I, you know, I, I consider myself a fire breathing dragon. Cause when I get on the mic, I'm shutting it down. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not, that's just me. You should always think of yourself as, as such, but I consider myself to be a fire breathing dragon. So when I'm on the mic, I'm, I'm shutting it down. You know what I mean? You're going to listen to what I got to say. I'm going to command the mic. You're going to shut the fuck up. No disrespect, but you're going to shut the fuck up and listen to what I got to say. I own the stage when I'm up here, respectfully, we all family. So I should be able to tell you to shut the fuck up. When I'm talking, there is no talking. You're listening. Your ears are open. Your eyes is paying attention. Um, and a lot of people have kind of, 
they lost that. You know what I mean? Um, we used to have writing sessions. We used to get together in bands and go to different areas and different places, different venues. And we would represent Akron. We would show up and show out. We used to have writing sessions together so that we was bouncing ideas, like Abe said, off of each other. Listen to this. Listen to that. You know what I mean? We was on the phone with each other. Check this out. Check this out. Let me spit this for you. Um, that's kind of since we all kind of like gotten older and kind of retired, that's kind of just been lost to, mm. from what I've seen. And Desi is, you know, younger than us. So it's like, she like, I'm still in the groove and what I learned from y'all, nobody is doing. And I need y'all to come back out and bless the mic one time and let them know, you know, basically how I respected y'all and how y'all kind of guided me and like other people guided us. You know what I mean? She want that, you know what I'm saying? She want that blessing. And I don't got no problem with giving that to her or anybody else that asks. You know what I mean? So here we are. That's what's up. Let's bring this shit back. Let's bring out real talent, real motherfucking content. You know, people that got a real message. Not saying that folks don't, but I don't want to hear no nasty shit all day, every day. Get up right. on there. It's so much stuff that's going on in the world that you can talk about. You got personal issues that you can talk about, but it's just so much stuff, other things that you can talk about creatively. And I don't feel like a lot of people challenge themselves enough right now. And that's what we're doing. We're showing them like, hey, we used to challenge ourselves. We was up there being artistic like a motherfucker. We was being creative with our pen. We wasn't prostituting that shit. We're being dope ass people. So this is what we people want to hear. This is what people miss. I don't want folks to think that Akron is strictly a sexual poetry type of venue when you got people who really used to get on this mic and spit real shit that had folks crying and coming up to me saying, yo, that poem that you wrote about incest and rape really had me feeling some type of way. Yo, you wrote a poem about crack that really made me feel some type of way. Yo, I remember seeing you in the prisons. Yo, you, I, I, when I got released, I came to the venue to come see you because you talked about it. And I really had people writing me pen pals like, yo, I had people from different countries like, yo, I need your book. I want your chat book. I want all of that. People don't even got chat books anymore i don't even think half these poets even know what the fuck a chat book is nowadays mm. you know what i mean what i i because i'm i'm not a poet y'all know that I'm <laughs> Uh, what is a chat book, though? I want to know what this a is. A chat book is a collect. It's not necessarily a book, so to speak, but it's mm -hmm. a collection of a poet's work that they put together and they sell. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So when they go and do a show and people want your shit, like, okay, boom. I don't got an ISB number. I don't got a, a barcode on the back of it. You probably can't find it in Barnes and Nobles or none mm -hmm. of those type of spaces. But I got this book that I put together and it's creative as fuck. And here's all my poems. And you can buy it for whatever amount that I set forward. So when I'm on stage, if you like my shit, support me. Buy this book. Buy this t-shirt. Buy this pen. Buy this journal. Buy these candles. Buy whatever I got. And I feel like a lot of poets do not have merch anymore. When I was coming up, we had merch. We had chat books, t-shirts, whatever the fuck it was. We had it. They don't have that. They just got words. And ain't nothing wrong with that. But you know what I mean? If you're going to... Be creative. That's all I'm saying. So nice. That's what's up. And Desi, they say you're the newbie. So uh did you start at uh Amps Spot? Um fuck, why can't I think of the name of the place right now? Um don't 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 fuck, it's right there. Uh all right, help me out. Just tell them where you started at, girl. <laughs> uh yeah, I did. Versified, Versified expressions. Yeah. It was right there. My bad, yep. my bad. Okay. Yep, that's where I've started. Okay, and what's your what's your stage name? They was trying to get your stage name earlier. I wanted to let 
you do it. What's your stage name now? I guess it's Medusa now. <laughs> two S's. With two S's. <laughs> two S's. <laughs> I like oh, it. Shit. I like it. That's what's up. That's what's up. Uh, Carol, what's going on, sis? She say chap, chap book. Is it chap book or chat book? Chap, C-H-A-P. Oh, so, oh, so shit, she got it. She say might have to ask my sis if she's aware of this. All right, there we go. So Desi, so what was your idea of revival of the mic? So you came up with this concept and want to do your own show. And this is, this is what happened. Talk to me. Oh, let me just say real quick. I'm sorry. There's one other person. She she might chat chime in, but she was a part of this, so it's four of us. Go ahead, Daisy. <laughs> um, everything that these ladies said, in addition to the fact that I just want to really create a community. I never had the community that the other two ladies had when they were coming up in poetry, and mm -hmm. I just feel like it's it's a lost art. <clears throat> um, so yeah, I'm really just trying to just create a space and just create a, a um what what's the word I'm looking for a community. You know you know what I'm saying just bring the community back between artists and bring back bouncing ideas off of each other and learning from each other and embracing each other instead of everything being such a big competition and right. you know so that's that's really what I'm looking for. Okay, that's what's up. That's what's up. I see my son didn't chime in. What up, Mac? He said, V poetry. I know exactly where that's at. I performed music there before. We know. Thanks for telling all the couches, though. What up, son? That's my guy right there. Can't stand him, but that's my guy. I love him. <laughs> He's an excellent musician. Leave the nephew alone. Yes, he is. I mean, you know, fucking gen musical genius. That's my that's my guy right there. That's my guy. Uh, Carol was like, see, I heard right. I, yeah, I, I thought she said chat book. My bad. Thanks for putting me on game, sisters. Yeah. All right. So, so, um, so when you guys started in poetry, um, you know, like Desi was talking about, it was a community. Um, and then you guys welcomed us into your community. That's how I, I got ended up meeting y'all through Prince James and Amp. Um, just the, the well, actually. The comics, y'all comedians, welcomed us into y'all space because okay. when y'all was doing comedy at the Sky, oh yeah, and then right. they shut that's down. Right. That's right. Prince James went down to uh, what was the place? Three three zero. Mm mm. There's been so many spots. On the south, it was on the south on the south side. Um. Uh, dang, I can't think of the name of the dang old club. It used to be called, um, uh, dang. Oh, oh, by the, uh, drive, by the drive-in? By the drive-through? Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah. Cotton Club. Yeah, so that, the, yep. so the comedians went to the Cotton Club. We still didn't have a home. Yeah. But every chance that y'all was at the Cotton Club, Prince James gave us the opportunity to come there. And then whenever... Y'all would do shows. They would ask us to come in and open up for them and spit for them, and we we did, and that that built the bridge for poetry and comedy together. So for a long time after we left the sky, y'all the, the comedians gave us a house, and then when we got a house, we in turn returned the favor and was like, y'all got a house with us. Okay, all right, that's what's up. That's what's up. 
Nice. My son, what do you say? Heck yeah. What's up? I'm going on. What do you say? I'm going on tour Friday. That's what's up. Safe travel, son. Miss KT in the building. What up, sis? Oh, yeah. There we go. So, um, so yeah. So, it was like a community because I know we used to have, you know, especially when we started so, uh, mm-hmm. almost 15 years ago, we used to have our writing yeah. sessions. And um, I, I like how, you know, the poets was almost like how we used to do things. Like, we were family. We wrote together. We, you know, put stuff together and like, hey, bounced ideas off each other and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And some people don't have that. That's what, you know. So is that mainly what you looking for, Desi? Or are you just trying to get back out there and make the community again? Or how, how does that go work? I mean, it's all of the above. I mean, it's everything those ladies said. And, you know, plus my own my own reasonings for doing it. So, you know, it's a, it's a lot of reasons behind Revival Little Mike. And it, it this ain't. This is not the only show. This is we're about to really do something with this. So, okay, well, talk your shit. Elaborate on it. Don't just don't don't tease us like that. Like that's well, we ain't about to give y'all all the roses. I'm right. But what I'm saying is like you you like it's it's more behind it. I mean, give me give me a little bit. Like I mean, you just like like uh, I ain't even gonna go there. So like you can't so, tease me like that and then not give me just a little bit more of what's going on. <laughs> Okay, well, so it's going to be an entire movement. We're going to be in the community. We're going to be giving back. We're going to be contributing to the culture. We're going to be doing a lot of things, a lot of good, good things. There so I'm go. excited. That's what's up. That's what's up. And what was you saying? Go ahead. No, I'll, and then just to uh, piggyback on what she said, yeah, you know, we're about to be in the community. It's a whole, it is a whole movement. Um, I think the biggest anomaly is, is this, um, and I have kind of like did away with it to a certain degree because me having an all-female band, you know, they they tend to say, oh, females can't work together, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. Females can work together. We we are the nurturers. We are healers. Um, we are uplifters. It's, you know, it's the strength and the gift that is the that God has given, gifted us women to be able to do, to heal, to uplift. So it's like, okay, you got four black women strong within their own right by themselves come together with their each influence to make this movement happen and we're making it happen because it's needful it has to happen listen i i look look at what's happening in in Akron right now you got all this shooting you got all these deaths um you got families that are grieving you got babies who will never know who their parents are because of, of, of stuff like that. So it's like, when you look at that, then you got a hundred black men and then you got the black women caucus and then you have the Jolly 12. These are our are, are, um, social groups that are alive and well in Akron that are moving, that are raising money, giving scholarships to high school students and stuff like that when they do whatever. Um, so why not create another strong force movement in the city that will reach out that will also be extra arms and legs to all those entities you know what i'm saying my kids are all grown so um you know i have grandchildren but at the same time of, of that it's like okay let's go back in here and go into the community i got something that i can offer somebody 
I have a lot to offer somebody. I have a lot of wisdom. I have a lot of love. I have a lot of, 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 of guidance that I can offer somebody. It does me no good to only just offer it to whoever I want to offer it to and then have the nerve to complain when I see something not right in the community. Mm -hmm. It's like, don't talk about these kids. Don't talk about these young people. If you're not going to roll your sleeves up and get in there, if you're not going to do something, don't talk about the problem and don't bring a solution. If you're going to talk about it, have a solution. And if you don't have a solution, say, hey, listen, this is bothering me and I'm, I'm not necessarily sure what the solution is, but how can we put, how can we bring it uh pull it together to, to find a solution or whatever. And so through this spoken word, reviving the mic, yes, we're bringing back the love in the art of spoken word, but we're also trying to teach these kids and the younger, younger adults literacy, how to be an author. You can be self-published, how to be self-published, um, how to, to, to be more, everybody is not cut out to be an entrepreneur. Everybody is not. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I would not, I, I, I don't advocate be an entrepreneur because everybody's not cut out to be an entrepreneur. But what right. I am advocating is find your lane, man your lane, and horn your craft in your lane. There you go. That's what's up. I like that. Concrete, I always, uh, always wanted to know this. I, I mean, uh -oh. so I want my couchers to know, how did you come up with your name, Concrete Road? Like, I, I've heard before a while back but ah okay so it's concrete two k's no c's um one because my name is keisha so that's where the concrete the k's come from two um my name was given to me i was at the elite lounge shout out to the elite is rest in peace <laughs> um <laughs> it's no longer around um my name was given to me by a really good friend of mine's um originally from california Tupac is one of my favorite artists and he told me the way that I spit definitely reminds him of Tupac the stuff that I was the subject matter that I talk about and my stage presence my delivery reminded him of Tupac he like yo you so hard but you a woman and you beautiful he like you just like like uh he like I don't know if it's the California in you or what he like but you just so like he like like concrete and he was like that's it your name is Concrete Rose and I'm like nice. I like that I was like, I like that. And that's been my name ever since. That's what's up. That's what's so, up. My I was like, I think, I think it fits my personality. So it does. <laughs> it, re it really does. It really does. I love it though. My cousin in the building, what's going on, fam? And then he said, uh, I can relate to that one. That's what's up all day. All right. So we are waiting on the fourth to slide in here, though. Um, Desi, so what was your original stage name before somebody gave you the new name? Yeah, just Desi J. Okay, all right. And then do you have, like, a story behind your new name now, or? <laughs> we, we got, come on now. I, right, went, we gotta go. I went to Cleveland, well, that was last week, and um, I got on the mic for the first time at um, the B-side. The B-side. Okay. that's when I got off stage, everybody was like, Medusa, Medusa, Medusa. So I'm like, <laughs> and then um, one of the gatekeepers was like, Medusa, I'm going to call you Medusa. So I'm like, hey, okay. Might as well. Okay. I'm going to roll with it. It's new. It's new. I'm getting used to it. So you got to get used to it. That's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> Listen. Yeah, I changed the flyer now. 
Right, 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 right. Hey, well, that remember, we're going to come up with a new flyer when it get close to the event. So, you yeah. know. Two S's. That is, that is. Medusa with two S's. There with you two go. S's. Yeah. Because yeah. so, she goes to douche you. My cousin, uh, he said, uh, Red Man Reggie Noble gave him his rap name. He is a, 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 a rapper. He's a poet as well. Um, I was just talking to him a little earlier, definitely sending out prayers uh, to my cousin. So all my praying folks sent him up some prayers, but he, he wanted to tune in. Definitely. He said uh, he was hot, though. <laughs> That's what's up. So, Ed, how did you come up with like you got so many names? <laughs> so, OK, originally too many names. So originally coming into the game. I um, my stage name was the lady was the mad poet. And then I met our counterparts at the time, Chief Rocket Entertainment, and they had a guy already named the Mad Poet. Shout out to so Aunt Jones. They took, they, they was like, you can't be the Mad Poet, but you can be the Lady Mad Poet. So that's how we came up with the Lady, you know, that was that name right there. Then my alias for singing was... Um, my alias at the time for singing was Mocha Essence. And then um, by the time I got ready to record my sophomore album, the same person who gave Concrete her name is uh, is my manager and my godbrother, which is uh, uh, Aaron Epps, go by the name of Ace Boogie. Everybody know him. Him, him and Hiram been in the gang for a long time. Those are my godbrothers. Um, and so... Ace is still my manager. He is still my go-to person. He still records me and all extra. And so uh, when I was recording my sophomore album, um, I was leaning in the studio and I was leaning back in my, at the time I had Fire Engine Red Dreads and they were leaning on the keys of his keyboard and they stopped. They was like, don't move. And they took the picture. And when they took the picture, that was the cover of my sophomore album. And that was when they changed my name. Hiram was like, Nah, she she Ebony Redsoul. And nice. boom, there it is. And then New Soul is an alias. So, you okay. know, it is what it is. So my cousin chiming in, he said uh she was hot, had someone that attended her gig. So she was talking about he was talking about uh your poetry, um Desi, uh aka mm -hmm. Medusa with two S's. <laughs> <laughs> So, so people out here talking yes. about you, people out here talking about you already. He stay up in Cleveland, so okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what's up. up. That's what's up. So it is. I mean, come on now. I mean, you already know I'm gonna put y'all motherfuckers on the spot. And shit. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, that's just what that's just what I do. So you know, uh, who who want to go first? For what? What we doing? We gotta do a poem. Y'all about to give me a piece. Let's go. Y'all can't, can't come on the couch and not give me a piece now. Come on. I, I forgot to tell them that. Okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to do something nice and light. Uh-uh. 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 Nope. No. Okay, I, then I, Ab, you go first. I, he don't want go, nothing I, light. He want it. Sit down. Kind he don't want nothing nice and easy. Oh, uh, uh, you know, already know what I want you to do. Let's go. Come on. Right okay, Ab, you go first then. I already know what he wants. Give me a second. 
wait, hold on. How did who delegated Ed to go first? I don't know. Somebody. Well, all Jesse, right. Well, sorry, Jesse, sorry, sorry newbie. Let's go. go Let's hear it. Medusa, uh -uh. You in. that ain't right. Yeah. That ain't right. Come on, Medusa. Come on, Medusa. Me too. I gotta get my thoughts together. I gotta get. I ain't got nothing memorized. I listen. Y'all look. Y'all lucky. I don't remember my famous poem, "Trick okay. Ass Bitch." Like I would just spit <laughs> that. Right I'm now. waiting for it. I forgot how I went. I know I said "Trick Ass Bitch" a lot, but I forgot how I went. Like, I'm a comedian, but like I, I was channeling my poet, uh, inner poet inside, and came up with a couple poems. You know, to rock with y'all, and uh, I had trick ass bitch, and then I had the pizza one, but that, no, that, was, more, that was more of a uh, one of them online chat roulette shit that uh, I used to do crazy shit. So, well, I guess I'll go first. Come on, bring it. Let's go. <laughs> Everybody want to hear this poem. One day I'm gonna really retire this poem because I'm not as angry as my poem makes me seem. Listen, my one. I'm not as violent as my poem. I'm gonna start giving a disclaimer. I'm not as violent as my poem makes me seem. I'm all about peace and love, you know. Right. That's why I don't do crazy no more. <laughs> I used to love that one too. Oh man, yeah. man. But this piece is called "We Can Go As Far As You Want, But Be Careful." <laughs> I'm glad that you said what you said to your friends about me. You dumbass broad, you know absolutely nothing about me. In fact, I think that you were standing in my shadow secretly wishing you had class like me. But what you should be is afraid of me. I could care less about broads like yourself. You're not putting money in my pocket. You're not putting food on my table. You don't supply my kids with nothing they need. You don't pay none of my past due bills. You don't do shit for me. Now, I can't help that I go to the club and do my thing. I'm a self-proclaimed star. And you're a motivated hater that spits bullshit from afar. You're wasting your energy to diminish me. Bras like you can't stop me. Hoes like you can't compete with me. I laugh because hoes like you humor me. You oh, don't want none whoa, of this whoa. beef. Whoa, whoa, I got I to gotta do it. I got to do it. Rewind. <laughs> no. Not, not on the, the couch. Not the, not the live rewind. Lord, I'm glad that you said what you said to your friends about me. You dumbass broad, you know absolutely nothing about me. In fact, I think that you were standing in my shadow secretly wishing you had class like me. But what you should be is afraid of me. I could care less about bras like yourself. You're not putting money in my pocket. You don't put food on my table. You don't supply my kids with nothing they need. You don't pay none of my past due bills. You don't do shit for me. Now, I can't help that I go to the club and do my thing. I'm a self-proclaimed star. And you're a motivated hater that spits bullshit from afar. You're wasting your energy to diminish me. Bras like you can't stop me. Hoes like you can't compete with me. I laugh because hoes like you humor me. You don't want none of this beef. I'm a whole lot of meat. You better back down before you be wearing false teeth. You better ask these people out here about me. I wake up to butcher knives by my bedside. Gensu knives take to my thick thighs. Handguns with pearl handles and my designer handbags. I'm a nympho when it comes to pistols. I store bombs in my windows. I keep grenades in my lampshades. I wear nunchucks as a necklace in case you talk reckless. I keep body bags in my trunk to quickly dispose of you. I use the seatbelt to strangle you. The brass knuckles to mangle you. The duct tape to silence you. The shoestrings to hang you. Take pictures of it and frame you. And make sure fam gets a copy to remember you and identify you. See, I'm a type of chick that'll come to your crib by myself. I don't need no click. I sneak through your windows, have you drinking bleach with your cereal, put nitrous acid in your matches, wrap my shoes up in plastic so I don't leave footprints. And when I start burning your flesh, shit, I'm a light incense. See, I'm half Mexican, so I got fam across the border. 
my stepmom bought me a guillotine. I might have to get a rush in that order. I'll put it in my backyard, push your head in real far, probably videotape and send it to your mama and your papa. Hell, I might even go adopt your son and your daughter and wipe the tears from the faces of your sister and your brother. Now, I tried to be nice and ignore you, hoping the drama died down, but you just kept on pushing and brought that evil bitch out. Now, look at you, crying and begging for me not to do it, and how my life is so precious I wouldn't want to ruin it. Then I lit a cigarette, put in your mouth and super glued it. I'm going to carve my name on the forehead of your dead carcass and put your eyes in my corn purse because I'm not heartless. I'm going to catch your girls coming out the club with short skirts and high heels on. I'm going to follow them down the street with my bright lights on. Wait until your best friend puts that Jeezy CD on. As soon as she speeds up, I'm going to push the button and blow up her engine. I bet they think twice before they start egging you on. Or I might just drive real slow past the funeral and sit outside and debate whether to throw a bomb through the window, killing all your kin folks. Or I can go in and comfort your boyfriend in the front row, wiping his eyes, saying, here's a shoulder that you can lean on. Take him to my house, put my thongs back and let him get his eat on. Make him lick my ass real fast, come in his mouth and stroke his ego. Or I can be the better woman and leave the shit alone. It just depends on how far you want it to go. Poem. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The chat blowing up on that one. My, my cousin was like, I want that one. <laughs> Caribou Slaves Lay and Slave Bomb.com. Then he, he said it again. I really, said, I really want that one. DJ like snaps fingers over and over again. Uh -huh. Oh my gosh. I got to record it. I'm going to post it. <laughs> I got it. I'm going to record it. I got it recorded. I'm going to post it on my Facebook and on my TikTok so y'all can have that. Ooh. I never record that one. Everybody always get that one. I don't never, you know. Like I said, I retired. Uh -huh. through, you know. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. They won't let me leave that one in retirement. Motherfucking rose. No, you can't <laughs> never. You can't never let that one die. I love that one. That's my shit. You already knew what I wanted. Like, uh-uh. Let's go. I know. I know. Let's go. All right. So y'all gonna let the newbie go last? Come on, Ed. <laughs> the newbie. Well, to, All right. Y'all waiting for this me. Group, I'm not, they, they, I'm, like I said, I've been knowing them almost 15 years. We doing crazy or you pulling out the new shit? Do crazy. I haven't heard crazy in so long. Yeah, see, no, no, no. We don't do Can we get Rezo, 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 Rezo. It's the only person I know that got her own intro. I need a fucking intro, too. <laughs> my, my cousin definitely on one. He gonna say, tell her to stand up. Calm down, cuzzo. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so and you know she's super thick. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna give y'all this intro and then I'm gonna get this piece and we're gonna get it in, okay? Gonna All right, get go it ahead. in. Rest so, rest so, I hit the stage, I gotta swing, let you know I'm super mean, let my voice be heard, let my voice be heard, I'm rocking with the hardest click, and y'all know I'm super thick. Red so, red so, red so, red so, red so, red 
soul, red soul, red soul. That's my and um, let's see. Um, I got to get back to to this piece because it just jumped and got away from me. Um, but uh, let's see. Let me see. Hold on, y'all. Bear with me. You know that's this. You good? This My cousin said you sound awesome. Thank you, cousin. I'm just I'm scrolling through here. Scroll, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling on the river. River. If you come down to the river, I got my anime shoulders going. You better quit playing with me. If you come down to the river, you ain't got to worry. If you got no money, people on the river are freely to give. Damn, big wheels keep on turning. Turn oh, Mary, keep on burning, burning, rolling, 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 scrolling on Facebook, rolling on Facebook, scrolling, 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 Desi, while she's still looking. Can y'all see I'm me? Can y'all hear me? Yeah, we can Don't act like you ain't fucking the real Medusa. Come on. He said, eat the cake and bring that ass here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like, go ahead, Desi. We see you. We hear you. Come on. Don't act like you ain't fucking the real Medusa. All right, here we go. Nigga, don't act like I ain't turned you on to Shea Butter. Like you wasn't using jargons before I took you and bathed you in herbs and rubbed you down with the finest essential oils. Nigga, you've been spoiled. Don't act like these yoni things. They have you on your knees for hours and hours, making my juices flow on and on to the music of Miss Badu. This pussy is voodoo, so it's best if we play by my rules. Don't act like I ain't turned you on to tantric sex. Like you wasn't eating raw honey straight out of my mouth while you stroke me slow and tell me you belong to me. Don't act like I ain't turn you on to the word meditations that's tatted on my ass while you grip these locks from the back. Don't act like you ain't fucking the real Medusa. Stop playing with me like I ain't the highest priestess. Like I ain't the biggest bitch, the most wicked witch mixing herbs and oils in my kitchen to give you peace from your demons. Nigga, don't act like I ain't turn you on to shea butter. Like you wasn't using jergens before I took you and bathed you in herbs and rubbed you down with the finest essential oils, nigga. Please. Hold on. What the? I guess y'all niggas about to make me have to do crazy because y'all, y'all, I was about to be all nice and, and soft now. So I guess I cannot. They set the tone in the room. So here it is. There we go. I remember. I remember, I remember when I lost my mind. It was something so special about that day. Who do you, who do you, who do you, who do you think you are? <laughs> Bless your soul. You really think you're in control? 
but I might be crazy. I might be crazy. I might be crazy. See, I'm having visions and nightmares of drop kicking your ass down the flight of stairs. I mean, I want to run my hands across your chest, reach in and pull out your heart and feed it to you slow. I want to finger you right around your navel, reach in deep, pull out your intestines and squeeze. Cough, motherfucker, please tell me, can you breathe? <laughs> but I might be crazy. <laughs> I might be crazy. I'm a bit crazy, probably. And they say we go together like a hand in the glove, like a bird in the bush. But my body was perfectly cast to fit inside the belly of a ruger. Ready, aim, cop, shoot. See, I'm not crazy because I have a chemical imbalance. I'm crazy because I never knew one touch of love can make you feel like this. I mean, I love this dude, but every now and then when he comes home and I trip over your stuff, I'm like, yo, clean this up. Your mother don't live here. And he get offended by the things that I say. So he picks up the phone and he calls his mother and he'd be like, you know, baby, I didn't like her no way. You know what? I like your brother and your daddy. It's just fine. But I might be crazy. I'm so freaking crazy. I might be crazy. Probably. See, I've been chosen. Nope. I got to back that up. I mean, I only want to punch him in his face to see if his head explodes. I mean, I want to drop kick him in his neck to see if his spine protrude out the back, twist that bitch, turn it around and hang his ass up in the closet and turn the lights out to see if he glow like a glow stick. I mean, I only want to super glue his eyes shut and staple his mouth closed. <laughs> but I love him though. I do. I love every word that comes from his mouth. I'll be trying to follow it like sweet water, hoping that he'll go down south. And then he, uh, he said something and messed it up. So I'm going to switch gears. I've been chosen by the almighty to sound the alarm to wake the minds of the sleeping masses. Hey, ladies, can we please raise our glasses until he's broke? Pimps, players, and wannabe hustlers. You know the ones who living at home with their mother, talking about I'm just trying to get my money up. The one who got 15 kids, don't even know their birthday, let alone their social security date, let alone their first, last, and middle name. That brother. The brother who's still wearing silk jogging suits and cowboy boots. The brother who is wearing gauchos and dress socks and dress shoes. The brother who is wearing socks and sandals while he barbecue in a wife beater. That brother. The brother who is always trying to come to the poetry spot and spit the hottest piece in hopes that he might get some tail. That brother. The brother that is always talking about, I, I mean, I will buy you a drink, but all I got, I, I'm just drinking Corona tonight. I ain't drinking hard liquor. That brother. Ladies, tell that brother, those brothers, that there will be no more shaking asses. For free. Ha <laughs> <laughs>
Salute. Man, man, this this damn chat. Oh my gosh, y'all motherfuckers. Um <laughs> I was trying to be nice. You want another one? You was being nice. You good? Hold on, hold on, hold on. We'll do it. Hold on. Let me get to the chat real quick. My cousin gonna say, "Is that our baby?" Talking about. He's, he's talking I think he's talking to you. He's talking about Desi. <laughs> Look, she dropped the damn camera. Ah! Lord, I done dropped the camera. I done dropped the phone. Lord, TJ gonna say I don't use shea butter, but I use o OGX coffee and coconut body scrub. You know what? <laughs> hold on, then. And then, then, then my cousin put the crazy face because it went right to the crazy. Then he said, your mother don't live here. Carol gonna say, same girl. And then he say, all three of them are crazy. <laughs> no, no. He said, he, she, she she said yikes. He said, where did you find this one? No, these is these my sisters right here. You know, therapy you is know a wonderful thing. Writing is therapy for me. If you notice, the name of my poem is called We Can Go As Far As You Want, but right. Be Careful. Right. I'm not saying that I get down like that, but I'm saying whatever extent we, we going to, baby, I'm not backing down. I'm from South Central originally. I'm with all the kids. <laughs> I'm all about peace and love. I will hug trees and ground and everything, but... uh when it's time to bust a move, baby, I'm out there like MC Hammer. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to just say this. I'm, Can't touch this. <laughs> I'm territorial and I don't play well with others, so choose wisely. I'm a cancer. I'm all about because peace and love. Will, so am like I. I'm a cancer, too. Oh, when you your birthday, Sean? Back the 12th? 16th? Uh, little Mama's is the 9th. Oh, shoot. My grandbabies is the 14th and the 6th. Ain't that something? There we go. There we go. Zach hey, Zach. Thanks for checking in. He say, what's up, ladies? What hey, Zach. Nice, nice. That's what I'm talking about. Like that, and that now that's that's that real shit right there. I love that shit. Hey, not none but respect and all that good shit. I can't do it. Uh the closest I came was uh the trick. <laughs> That was the closest I came to poetry. I, you know, I I rather tell jokes. I can't even write them no more. They just, <laughs> they just come to me. So if y'all ever need a host to lighten the mood a little bit, call you. <laughs> call me if you need someone to talk to. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, you know, I'm here. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yes. Yeah, so make sure. Listen, if y'all in the Akron area. Or even if y'all not, y'all need to get y'all ass to Revival of the Mic, September 21st at Jilly's Music Room in Akron, Ohio. It is $10 entry fee. Is it $10 all time or is it something different to do it? 10 all day. You said what? 10 all day. Oh, 10 all day. That's what's up. Doors open at 6. Show start. Uh, show is from 7 to 9.30. Uh, they got four open mic slots. Do y'all even still have four left spots left? We got it's three left. Well it's, first, left. well, it's first come, first serve, for real. So okay. you get there, you get there. That's what's up. So make sure y'all come out. Music uh, vibes by, oh, our own DJ Drama is going to yes. be in the field, and that's yeah. my guy. Yeah. No, I'm, de I'm definitely going to have to come out and fuck with y'all, come support and shit. 
We have door prizes, so get there, you know. Yep, we we giving y'all gifts for coming to rock with us. Appreciate y'all coming to uh, hear us. Jilly's has good food. They have music. They got, they got yeah, they got good food and they got drinks. Um, yeah. And they like tripping. We got they fourteen. We got fourteen poets. Like said. what? Are you serious? When have you went somewhere and heard fourteen poets? A lot right. of these people is OGs. Myself included. I guess I'm an OG now. If included, we ain't gonna tell y'all the other people, but you see the flyer, definitely come out. 14 poets, 14 poets. It's gonna be a show you really want to see. My cousin goes, Hey, I want the one with the frames and the light. Like, <laughs> which one? Say, Should I go? Yeah, come on, cousin. We gotta go out. Which one? We both on. got frames. <laughs> showing up. All right. Uh, I, I guess y'all other sister ain't coming in because uh, she should have been here by 25. Right. She, right. She was. Yeah. She sent the text about I just got in. I'm like, yeah. We cool. We good. Shout out to Miss West. Yes. Shout out to Miss West. Yep. So we're going to keep the show rolling. Uh, I'm going to do like a, uh, one more topic before we get into our uh, one and only sponsor break. We usually start with a recap, but you know, already know. Go to everybody's Facebook page. You can see what they did this past weekend. But I definitely want to get into this one because it's one of my favorite ones. Uh, we always do one childhood memory. Oh, yeah. So y'all go go around. Give me one childhood memory. Uh, they already know so much about me. So I'm a, it's all about y'all ladies tonight. So, well, we didn't hear it. So give it to us. You go first. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's see where I'm going to go with my childhood memory. Um, I got so many. And I don't went through so many on here, but they just like yesterday. Uh, so, um, oh, well, let's go. Let's go to this one. So, so um, one of my childhood, my childhood memory tonight will be. So, I grew up getting talked about. I was the fat kid that everybody knew, and I think I was like third grade, and my mom uh, set me up with therapy. Okay, so and it's crazy because my brother, my my favorite brother, my middle brother, everybody know they they watch the show, um, didn't know that I went to therapy in third grade. Um, I did it help? I really don't remember. I don't think it helped that much because I'm still crazy as fuck. So, <laughs> but I started I started therapy in third grade, and all I remember is always sitting in the waiting room and then going in the room. And talking and playing with blocks at third grade, like she didn't have anything like GI Joes, Transformers, like <laughs> I really played with. So that really was stuck out to me the most. And truthfully, I don't think it helped that young age. So it's time to do some more therapy as an adult. So, but yeah, that's gonna be my childhood memory. And I ain't thought about that shit in a long ass time. So. You were okay. saying about therapy earlier, concrete. So I'm gonna throw, I'm gonna throw that one out there. So yeah, childhood memory. It can be funny. It can be crazy. It don't matter. Just give me a childhood memory. Ooh, I got two. <laughs> All right, give me two. Go ahead. Okay, my first one is uh, uh my grandma. My grandma. I love her to death. Rest in death. peace. She's no longer on this earth. But my grandmother raised me. And I remember being five years old and my grandmother, I never seen her go to church ever a day in my life. 
But she always made sure that every night I got on the side of the bed on my knees, put on my pajamas and got on my motherfucking hands and knees. And she made me say the prayer that we all now I lay me down to sleep. And I had to go down the list of people that I had to pray for. Um, and I was an angry child, you know, because <laughs> I. I just didn't understand why I had to go through the stuff that I went through. So she used to always make me pray about those things and for those people. And that stuck with me still to this day as an adult. So I always pray for people. I always pray about every situation, no matter what it is, because I don't want to react. And I'm glad that she put that in me. If not, I probably will really be out here doing some of the stuff that I talk about in my poetry. Um <laughs> But like I said, therapy is a wonderful thing. Um, so I remember that and it's always stuck with me. So rest in peace for my grandma. Shout out to Flossie. And then I got a funny one for you. Okay. So I'm the only girl out of my mom's kids. I grew up with five brothers. Like I said, I grew up in South Central LA. Um, and I remember jumping on trains with my brothers because I didn't I didn't have any sisters. I had brothers. So and they were older than me. So whatever they did, I wanted to do. And they used to always tell me, you can't go with us. You can't go with us. And I'm like, forget that. I'm going too. So if they was hopping on their bikes and jumping over, jumping over stuff, I'm going stuff, too. I'm going. I used to get messed up, y'all. But my brother used to hop on trains with his friends. And I hopped on this train. Y'all, I couldn't get off the motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I was so scared. I could not get off. I jumped on the train and the train was going like crazy fast this particular day. And they all jumped off at the park because we was riding the train from where we lived at to the park to go swimming. I can't swim, but I was going anyway. <laughs> I'm going anyway because my brother going, I'm going. I did not jump off at the time that we supposed to jump off. So my dumb ass kept riding the train crying for blocks like I kept going and kept going and my brother running alongside the train like in the color purple talking about jump your ass off jump the fuck off and I'm like no, get off, get off. I'm crying I'm crying because I could not get off the train so he jumped back on the train and he was like when we get to this next stop your ass is getting off I didn't get a chance to jump my brother pushed the fuck out of me and <laughs> He pushed my ass. He was like, I'm not dealing with your shit. He pushed the fuck out of me. And then we had to walk back to the park. He was like, and you not coming with me no more. I said, okay, that was the end of my train jumping days. <laughs> hey, that is hilarious. That is hilarious. My God. Lord. I still can't swim, but whatever. That's I was hilarious. going anyway. Let me get back to my cousin. He said I was thinking about whether or not to go to the poetry show. Been a while for me. Come to the show. September 21st, cousin. Go on and shoot you a piece, man. Just Come on, David. Yeah. Uh, he got a message for you, too, uh, Concrete. Sorry. Uh -oh. ah, boy, these ain't kinks. These is curls. You don't see this motherfucking <laughs> baby here? <laughs> DJ go say now she hopped on the bark. And then Zach goes say that was funny. That happened to me, and I couldn't get off until Canton. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> but see, I grew up in LA. I hopped on on 83rd and Compton Avenue. If you know anything about South Central, man, I didn't go. I I was gone. You hear me? I was gone. 
missed the whole yeah, that's stop. Funny. That's funny as shit. All right, De Desi, I had to mute you because it was uh, it's making everybody echo. Is it? Hold on. Because I had your echo cancellation on, but it wasn't doing it that better. Early. Yeah, that's better. Yeah, come on, Ed. Time okay. for your memory. Give us a childhood memory, Ed. So my childhood memory is, you know, growing up, my, my mom and grandmother are from the South. So um, when grown people are talking, uh, first of all, you don't get. Second of all, when grown people are talking, you ain't even supposed to be in the same room with grown people when grown people is talking. You better get the hell on before you get the hell on. And so they was in the living room and they was talking. They was having these grown folk conversation. They was looking through this photo album. And my mom was saying to her company, uh, they were saying, well, whatever happened to so-and-so, so-and-so. And she was like, well, you know, what happened to her was so-and-so flipped her a Mickey and then he raped her. So, for y'all that don't know, I'm a Mickey Mouse fanatic. Like, y'all see, he's everywhere. Like, I'm a diehard Mickey. So my butt sitting in the corner playing in a room, mind you, I ain't supposed to be in, let alone, I definitely ain't supposed to be dipping in this conversation. <laughs> but your girl, your girl, you can always count on your girl with no filter to chime right the hell on in. I said... He gave her Mickey Mouse and raped her. <laughs> Lord, <laughs> Lord. I thought he went. I didn't. I didn't. It didn't register rape because he was he, young. Shit. Right, and I thought I was like he took the rake and raped her. What the hell? Lord, Lord, he Lord. He gave her Mickey Mouse and raped her. Oh, Lordy. You want yeah, you want supposed to be different. in that room, everybody's head in that room shot that way. And it was at that moment I knew I fucked up. Right. You, supposed to be different. <laughs> you know you done fucked up, right? Oh, that's what's up. Jack up like this, the one arm, and I was out, out the door, <laughs> out the room. <laughs> when that company listen, oh, when that company left. Mm. Hallelujah. Yeah. I got <laughs> toe up, show enough. Mm -hmm. He said dark, very dark. David, what you talking about, sir? I don't know. He said, uh, ever had a man yell KK during that one dance? What one dance? I'm I'm still lost. And then he said dark, very dark. I, I'm lost. He had to explain that more. Oh, uh, Desi, sure, give us a childhood memory so we can get this. very dark humor going on. David, you keep it together because we ain't here yet. <laughs> okay, Desi, come on, Desi. Childhood memory so we can go to this one commercial break and then come on back. Okay, my childhood memory is hmm. Damn, what's going on? Okay, well, okay. My mom used to make us finish one box of cereal before we could open another one. <laughs> and that shit used to piss me off so motherfucking bad. Like, we used to sneak and open the cereal or whatever. We used to get in trouble. So I vowed to never have to make my kids do that. And guess who got 10 boxes of open cereal? On the you table? do? 
There ain't nobody motherfucking eating. That ain't nobody paying attention to. So yeah, that that yeah. Now you know why your mama said earlier. one box. And now I see, like a lot of stuff that my mom used to say and make us do. I'm realizing, okay, that's why. Yeah, yeah. That's I was talking <laughs> about that earlier. That's hilarious. Yeah. My cousin gonna say, been a long time since laughing this hard. Thank you. And the other uh, had to pick. <laughs> Listen, I'm just trying. I'm just telling you. Shoot, he gave her Mickey Mouse and raked her. <laughs> and raked her with, with a rake. Hey, listen. I, I grew up in L.A. I've been trying to tell folks that. I was there doing the L.A. riots. I started to give you our L.A. riot memory, but... <laughs> <laughs> that's, a little, that's a little trauma. Yeah, yeah right. I don't want to give y'all that one. It was, listen, it was a hell of a memory, though. Oh, I want to give it to you, but, I'm you know, we're going to go to commercial. Hey, I, 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 I want to hear it. You want to hear it? Go ahead. Go on here. Okay. So my grandma was a gangster. She wasn't a real gangster. She wasn't a real gangster, but my grandma was a gangster granny, okay? She wasn't a regular granny, okay? Like I said, I never seen her clock in for a job, but we always had shit. I never seen her go to church, but she made sure that we prayed. So when the LA riots came, I was 12. And... It was a dark time, literally dark. Like there was, we didn't have any electricity. Nothing was open. Stores were shut down. National Guard was in the middle of the street. There was no school. Unfortunately, I lived directly across the street from my school, so I could never be late. Bullshit. Um, so when the LA riots happened, they got all the stores popping, right? My grandma said, oh, we about to go get into this shit. My grandma had a minivan. She said, come on, y'all. We all piled up in a fucking minivan and my grandma... <laughs> My grandma took us down the street, y'all. I actually saw Reginald Jenny Denny get snatched out of that fucking truck. My grandma kept rolling, was like, that ain't got nothing to do with us. And oh, kept shit. it moving. Kept it moving. I'm in the back seat looking like, whoa, shit. He getting beat up, grandma. She's like, that ain't got nothing to do with us. My grandma took us to Foot Locker. Yes. <laughs> we went straight to Foot Locker. My grandmother never bought us name brand shit, like expensive shit. But she was like, oh, it's free? Let's go. Foot Locker was the first place that we went to. When I say it was people in there just in, they all in the back grabbing shit. My grandma like, get what y'all want. And I'm like, I'm whatever my 12-year-old heads could get, I got. So the next place my grandma took us to was this place called Western Surplus. Mm -hmm. Western Surplus was a army like uh, gun place where you can buy all types of weapons. Like I said, my grandma was a gangster granny. She had double barrel shotguns. She in there, she grabbed two duffel bags. She in there grabbing ammunition for all her guns. She grabbing, when I say she had two black duffel bags, she, she my grandmother jumped over the fucking counter. She oh, behind shit. the counter, grabbing more guns. She grabbing bullets, knives, grenades. When I say I had grenades in my lampshades, I really, like, my brass knuckles really had brass knuckles. Like, my grandma had machetes. She had all types of shit. She was not no regular person. I'm like, I'm standing there in the middle of the room. She told me, don't move. Don't you fucking move. I'm watching people run back and forth, <laughs> stealing shit. My grandma behind the counter. I'm like, I didn't even know she could jump over the fucking counter. She jumped over the glass counter, snatching all, she back there with her hands out, clearing shit into these motherfucking black oh, double bags. Shit. My brother's running around getting shit. So when they was like, police here, somebody bombing, they setting the building on fire while we're in there, right? 
some lady stepped on my foot and I'm stuck on this fucking thing. So I almost got left. My shoe came off. My grandma was like, you better bring your ass on here. She was about to leave me in the fucking building, y'all. <laughs> she like, take that goddamn shoe off and come on. So I had to take my shoe off. I had one red shoe. I had one red motherfucking Vans. My grandma said, fuck that goddamn shoe and bring your ass on. She got the duffel bags, one on each side, and she running out the motherfucking Western surplus. And I'm right behind her with my one shoe on running. I'm like, this some bullshit. Now but we went to Foot Locker. <laughs> but she took us a Foot Locker. So I had like 15 pairs of fucking shoes. I was like, when we go back to school, I'm be fresh in a bitch. <laughs> Look, now we know where Lil Wayne got to go on and get the duffel bag, boy. Nothing, okay? My grandma bad. was the original duffel bag motherfucker. Rest in peace to her, dog. I swear oh, I love her. Hey, that's hilarious. <laughs> now, you should have told the story about when me and her, when, when you picked me up and we was in the car and we took her to the gas, uh, to the grocery store and she was in there singing about sexual healing when it came on the radio. That's what you should have told me. Lord. Because <laughs> she was on some trash that day. Lord. Oh, shit. I think that's a good time to do our one and only sponsor break. Y'all know what it is. More just therapy. More of the ladies from Revival of the Mic. Y'all know I'm your host, comedian Sean Boyd. And I'm taking us to break, baby. Man, I love me some pizza. And I know I say this every damn week, but I'm telling you, I have the pizza place for you. Twisted Tomato Pizzeria. They got two locations and two more on the way. First location is in Cuyahoga Falls, Ohio. Their address is 1909 Bailey Road, Cuyahoga Falls. Their phone number is 330-928-2222. And they got one across the street from Rubber Duck Stadium in downtown Akron. Their address is 325 South Main Street, Akron, Ohio. Their phone number is 330-849-5707. Best part about the Akron location is the beer wall. I mean, I call it the Dave and Buster's of beer. It's 36 taps. It has wine, ales, IPAs, laggers, everything you can think of. Reason why I call it Dave and Buster's is you put money on a card, you go up to the tap, Tap the card and you pour as much beer as your heart desires. I mean, it's so good. When it hits your lips, it's just so good. Another thing I love about Twisted Tomato Pizzeria is they cater to your taste buds. Everybody always asks me, explain how somebody caters to your taste buds. I mean, they make it the exact way you want and it's so delicious. I'm a cheeseless type of person because I'm allergic to milk, motherfuckers. I'm just saying that's what it is. But every time I go, I say no cheese, extra sauce, sausage, pepperoni, ham, bacon. I get all the works. I'm telling you, I even do, always got to do the jalapeno peppers on my pizza, too. And it be on there. And that first bite just be, mm -mm, bitch, like, it's that delicious. Every bite I go, mm -mm, bitch, like, it is good. I'm telling you. If you ever in the Akron area, matter of fact, September 21st, Revival of the Mic, come down. But before you go there, go to Twisted Tomato Pizzeria, get you some pizza, take that first bite, and then hit me up. And I'm telling you, I'm going to be like, hello? You're going to be like, mm -mm, bitch. And I ain't going to get mad that you called me a bitch because I know you didn't took a bite of Twisted Tomato Pizzeria because it's that fucking good. Check them out. And if you mentioned Just Therapy, the podcast, you know what you get? Do you know what you get? 
a 10% discount. So I'm telling you, check them out. If you ever in the area, Twisted Tomato Pizzeria, if it's pizza, it's possible. Man, it's, that shit is good. It's good as fuck, y'all. Y'all got to check it out, man. I'm telling you. Oh, man. And we are back on the couch. Zach go say, if I'm anywhere near Ohio, I will be at y'all's show. I travel a lot, and I'm in Akron all the time from one poet to another. Keep spitting that fire. I'm out. One love. Hey, Zach Gosselin, thanks for tuning in, man. Appreciate the love. Every every Monday on the couch, man. Come check us out, man. But definitely thank you for tuning in to this episode. For the ladies of Revival of the Mic, minus Miss West. Shout out to Miss West. She will be at the show. And my guy, Reality of the Poet, will be in the building. And six, well, hold on. That's five of y'all. So, third, no, hold on, hold on. Eleven other poets. I had to do math real quick. Fuck y'all. Leave me alone. Shit. And eleven other fire-ass poets. I'm telling you right now. It's a show you don't want to miss, man. I'm going to be there. I'm coming. I'm making sure I clear my motherfucking schedule so I can be there at Revival of the Mic at Jimmy's Music Room, September 21st. Doors open at 6. Show us from 7 to 9.30. It's going to be dope, man. I'm telling you. Come support the ladies. Come support the movement of Revival of the Mic. Real poetry at its finest. I'm telling you now. Don't miss out on that shit, man. Shit. My cousins, man, go to bed, man. You spoke. You said you were gonna watch the first hour, and your ass still on here. He said. He I, I, said he's still terrorist, on the terrorist. Listen, the terrorist. Who the terrorist? Me? About yeah. you? You the terrorist, nigga? Me? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he, he. 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 Man. Because Ed ain't say nothing about <laughs> Mortal Kombat. <laughs> He said, are they allowing anyone to perform? Do you want one of yes. the spots? It's four, oh, well, it's three open spots left. If you want one of the spots, say something now so they can put you on the list, but you got to show up because if you don't show up, I'm fucking you up. It's first come, first serve. We will give you a spot away if you don't show up. So if you want that spot, you better say something now, motherfucker. I'm just saying. Get, to get on, go and get that spot so you can really spit your game in person. Nigga shit. All right, let's keep it moving, moving and grooving. One of my favorite subjects on my podcast is near and dear to my heart. It's called Flowers While They're Still Here. We are so conditioned to give people flowers while they're dead and gone. So I like to give people flowers while they're still here so they can actually smell those roses. And I don't want to go more than two hours. So ladies, y'all get to give flowers whoever y'all want. I'm X'd out on this one because I can give a whole bunch of flowers. But Desi, who you want to give some flowers to? My mom. My mom. Okay. Yep. And and why? You just want us to give flowers to your mom and that's it. Very strong support system. I love my mom. She's there you, go. <clears throat> you know, that's my mommy. Right. Shout out to Miss D. Shout out to Miss D. You give your flowers today. Yeah. She get it from her mama. Did I say that? Right? <laughs> oh, man, sorry. Uh, my cousin said, then yes, he'll show up. So we'll see. All right. And who you want to get some flowers to? Go and get some flowers, sweetheart. So I'm going to give my flowers to three people. Oh, wait. Hold on. Yeah, I'm going to give my flowers to three people. Okay. First flowers, I'm going to give this to my mother. My mother has, um, my mother is an amazing woman. My mother has held it down my entire life. Um. 
And right now, my mother is going through the roughest part of her life right now because my mother lost her mother last year. And my mother and my grandmother were extremely close. My grandmother was my mother's best friend. So right now, I'm watching my mom overcome some health challenges. And I'm watching my mom go through the darkest part of grieving right now. And so she's still strong. She still finds finds a way to try to encourage us, even though she's in the darkest part of her life right now. So I, I want to give my mom some flowers. Okay. The second, I want to give some flowers to my mentor in the spoken word gang. Her name is um, her poet. Her stage name is is Liberty. Um, she's part of an all female group uh, called EVE. And I'm giving her her flowers because when I stepped into this gang 20 plus years ago, I saw them. I was blown away. I wanted to be like them. And she was like, nope, I'm a mentor. You take you under my wing. What I want you to understand is she's the one who taught me find what works for you. Find your voice, cultivate it, stay in your lane, man your lane and make it work for you. So she's the second person I'm giving flowers to. And then my third flowers I'm giving is to these ladies right here that I am rocking with and, and Miss West. Why? Because Concrete was in the game when she started, when we started uh, building Versified Expressions. She was in that in the skeleton stage of that. You know what I'm saying? And so she's seen us. She's seen, she's seen the ups and the downs. Desi, because Desi came along after the train was moving and smoking. You know what I'm saying? So she remembers me in concrete. But I've watched Desi grow. I've watched her come in green, not knowing what was what. Kind of a little bit timid to get on there because it's just like you come into a room with a whole bunch of beasts. You guys like, what are we, what, what, are, you, oh, you want me to do this? Okay, no, no, I'm not doing that. But I've watched her grow. She holds her on. She, she, she holds her weight. Um, I want to give flowers to uh, Bria. Bria is somebody that, okay, I she wasn't, Bria wasn't around in my era. Bria is new. She's a newbie who um, stepped into the game, was doing her thing, but would see me come home from time to time and didn't know who I was. But Bria has a piece that I like very much so, and it's a piece that I will never forget, and it's called Honey. And so that's my favorite piece by Bria. And my last set of flowers I want to give to would be to Alexis Boyd because Alexis Boyd is, um, you know, uh, when I was doing poetry for LT, um, I gave Alexis Boyd her stage name, Exposure. I've watched her grow and horn her craft and develop and and and, and begin to birth her birth herself into an era of she is she's a brand and so those i'm giving flowers to the women of spoken word that i feel deserve to have these flowers because they work their butts off to get where they are to earn a right to earn their stripes to stand strong and we're gonna still support each other and rock each other we four queens wearing crowns we fix others hey, my cousin said prayers for you, and does he have to pay for his spot? And then he said spirit fingers, whatever that means. <laughs> All he, he got to pay is the $10 to get in. He don't got to pay for his spot. We got you. Just show up and let us know you in the building, and it's all good. You're just paying to get in the door. That's it. There we go. And Concrete, who you want to get some flowers to? Um, I'm going to do three as well. 
I definitely wanted to give one to my ladies. It's a rose for everybody. It's the same flower. <laughs> um, Desi, that's like little sis. You know what I'm saying? When I first met her, she was extremely shy, timid. She came up to me. She was asking me questions. She was always kind of standoffish. She really kept to herself. You know what I mean? She don't be with the drama. She's a fucking doula. She out here delivering babies, well, assisting delivering babies. Like, are you fucking serious? She school homeschools her children. She makes shea butter. Like for her to be as young as she is, she on her shit. And I commend that. You know what I mean? I I I appreciate that. You know what I mean? Like, Thank you. like absolutely. Like I wish that I was able to homeschool my children, but I had to hustle. I had to work two and three, four jobs. And the fact that she's able to do that, I commend all of that. Like I commend that. I I'm gonna say it again. I commend that. You know what I mean? She's walking in her purpose. She's doing exactly what she wants to do. And she got her mom is fucking dope. Shout out to Miss Donna. Um, so I love all of that. Eb, Eb was like big sis when I first met her at the elite. Her voice got me. You know what I mean? Um, she I've I've watched Eb. Eb, you know how we rock. <laughs> Like I've watched like, Eb. We didn't... Nice, take to your Man, thighs, listen. Baby. You know, I've I've watched Eb since 2005. You know what I mean? So that's a long ass time. That's big sis. I've watched her come and kill shows. You know what I mean? She like had bags and bags going to this place and that place. She going from this venue to that venue. I watched her do her one too. And I'm like, damn, she just amazing. You know what I mean? And I love that. Bria's new in the game. She making her voice. She letting it known, be known what the hell she coming about. And Honey definitely is one of my favorite poems by her. Right. So I definitely give all my flowers to all my ladies. So that's one. Um, I want to give flowers to my mother. We don't have the best of relationships, but I love my mom to death. Uh, like I said, my grandmother raised me, but my mom is a strong woman. She has overcame addiction. She, been, she grew up in the streets of L.A., <laughs> She been clean for 10 plus 15 years and that's hard. You know what I mean? And she don't, she lost her husband and she do her one too. I don't always agree with she, you know, how she moved. Cause she a mean ass Scorpio and I hope she watching. <laughs> um, but I love her to death and I wouldn't be who I was without her. And I also want to give my other flowers to Georgia me. Yes. Georgia me. Georgia me. Georgia me is one of my favorite poets. Um, if you know who she is, look her up. She has her own day in Atlanta. I absolutely love her. When I first seen her on Deaf Comedy Jam, I was like, I mean, on Deaf Poetry Jam, I was like, who the fuck is that? And I'm like, who is she? Um, and the fact that she follows me and she's actually liked some of my stuff and comment on some of my stuff, I'm like, wow, she see me. You know what I mean? Me, little old me, you know, all the way up here in Ohio. She sees me and I, I appreciate that. And I love her for that. And she deserves all the flowers because she's like dope, dope. I'm talking about the poetry day, jam Dave. That's no longer around. But if you know anything about it, look her up. She wrote a poem about she like niggas. And I was like, wait a minute. You mean I can talk like that? Oh. And that, you know what I'm saying? That helped me develop my craft as a poet. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. So I want to give my flowers to her, to my lady, and to my mom. Appreciate every oh, last one of you. We got to give a little sunflower to my niece, though. 
<laughs> yeah, we gonna give her a little sunflower. <laughs> Miss West in the building. Yeah, what's up? Better late than never. What's going on with you, girl? <laughs> yeah, here, I'll take you off of mute since you can't unmute your guests because the they chose to mute themselves. You got to unmute yourself, sweetheart. We can't hear you, Bree. There we go. Okay, there we go. I'm trying to say, I'm sorry. I um I can't hear y'all too well. I'm sorry. That's okay. That's okay. Miss West in the building. What's yes, up? hello, hello. How are y'all doing this evening? We, we doing good. We good. We almost at the end of the show, but better late than never. So welcome on in. Uh, real quick, I got. Now put, you got to do, honey. I, I was gonna say I got to put you on the spot. You got to do right. A everybody, everybody did a piece, so you got to do a piece, and then we'll go to the rest of the topics and get up out of here. Go oh, ahead. I'm fresh off work. Sorry to disappoint. I'm not doing a poem tonight. Uh, oh my God! Uh, had I been had I been prepared for the show, had I known a little earlier, I would have prepared myself. But man, nah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Make sure y'all come out to the show. I'm gonna do one and an extra. I'm gonna make it up to y'all some kind of way. Promise. Hey, we done talked this piece up, so you gonna have to do honey at the show. <laughs> wait, hold on. See, I can't hear y'all. What'd you say? We didn't talk this piece up, so you're gonna have to do honey. Yeah, you, you, you asked me about this uh podcast. I'm not prepared at all. I'm not I'm not settled. I'm sorry. Okay. Like I said, had you. I known somewhat ahead of time about the show, I would have been way more prepared, but I'm not prepared on a spot like that. It's real last minute for me. I'm so sorry. I'm not even in a good place and I can barely hear y'all myself. All right, little mama saying hi because she got to get off my lap. Hi, Nisi Pooh. I'm she sorry, what'd you say? Get out of here. No, I was just saying my daughter was going to say hi and then she got to get off my lap. That's all. All right, so uh, one of the topics I want to discuss tonight is uh, we almost lost our boy Idris Elba. I don't know if y'all know about it, but not too long ago, uh, he said he was held at gunpoint after trying to intervene on a man threatening a woman. All right, so... Wow. Uh, basically, the story goes, uh, he's seen a situation. Uh, he nearly lost his life after attempting to stop a man threatening his girlfriend outside of a club. Uh, he said a guy was uh, wailing on his uh, girl, screaming in her face, uh, I'll fucking kill you, and so on. I came around, and I go, look how beautiful she is. Why you talk to this beautiful princess like that? Uh, at this point, Elba continued, the man who thought the actor was trying to hit on the woman, in question, brandished the weapon, uh, pulled a gun, stuck it in his face, and goes, you talking about my girl? So um, basically, it just was like, nope, I'm out, and walked away. But So the reason why I don't want to bring this story up, I know not too long ago, if y'all remember um, that story in Chicago, when the... Um, uh, when uh, the the kid killed the guy that was beating on his mom in the yeah. spot, okay? And a lot of the questions, when we talked about it on my show, I forgot what guests I had, uh, but when we talked about it, my question was, there were so many people standing around that did nothing, okay? Yeah. And it was in the news not too long ago, singer Monica jumped off stage at one of her concerts because a dude was trying to beat up a girl 
And she jumped off stage, got in his face, and, you know, they made security escort him away. But what do y'all think about people not stepping up, but then you get Idris wanted to step up and then almost got killed for the situation? What's y'all thoughts on it? I think it's a very touchy situation <clears throat> because, one, you know, um, number one, if your male children are around, your male children are not going to stand around and watch their mother be accosted or harassed or anything like that. Um, it's That's just, you know, mothers and sons have that relationship like fathers and daughters. So mothers, their sons aren't, aren't going to allow that to happen. Or any male figure that's around a woman should not let that happen. I come up from the era, my grandfather was in the service. So my grandfather taught me and my cousins landmarks, how to get where we needed to go in case we went somewhere and, and somebody put us out. He was like, you need to know how to tell me how to get to you. And so I think it's a touchy situation because of the, because of the simple fact that sometimes you want to intervene and then it's be those moments that you intervene and it'd be way deep or you'll have the, you trying to help her and then because she, because because you intervene now, they both trying to jump on you. You trying to help right. her. I didn't see right. it go both ways. Yeah. And then there's those moments where, like what happened in that restaurant, that woman clearly needed help, and then men were standing there and they should have said something instead of running out. They At least not have left something. that to her son to do. Something. Yep, exactly. They shouldn't have left that to her son to do. But then I think what sickens me the most is is that. His girlfriend was in the same restaurant when he was doing what he was doing. And so it's like, are you serious? Right. Like, if it's that serious, how your girlfriend handle your shit for you, like, you shouldn't haul off and hit a woman twice with all your might. And then, like, I don't, I don't like to speak ill will of the dead, but he hit her twice with all his might and didn't drop her. Like, you saw right. that up. right there, that part. That part, that part. Me having, I got seven brothers. Um, and like I said, I, I moved to Ohio in high school. So I spent the good part of my years growing up in South Central in LA with, I grew up around a bunch of killers. I grew up around a bunch of drug dealers. I grew up around gang bangers. Um, I used to gang bang myself. I'm not proud of it, but it was something that I did at the time. Um, Granted, as an adult, I don't, that's just not something that I'm into, but I grew up around people and situations and places where you had to always protect yourself, no matter what the situation is, no matter what's going on, you got to always be on guard. You don't know what somebody's into and I don't trust no situation. I'm always, like I always say, I'm always about peace and love, but I'm always prepared for war because I never know what somebody else might be on. I'm not on that, but I don't know what you're going to do. Right. Um, so I'm always alert. I'm always aware. And my dad was in the military. So I learned a lot of stuff. And my brothers always told me, don't you don't you can't beat no man. Don't get up in no man's face. Get to arguing with him or this and that and the third. But also you ain't no punk and don't back down and let nobody disrespect you. If it gets to that point, then you call one of us. And she got it got to that point and she called her son. And I respect all of that. Like, granted, her son was 14, but. I got two sons as my as well. I'm not about to argue and fight with no man because I know that I can't beat you. Yeah, I can. I'll break a bitch jaw. You know what I mean? Like I'm 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 throwing this bitch all across the table. But a man, 
I'm not about to sit here and try to knuckle up with you. I got weapons and I got brothers and I got fathers and uncles and cousins that I can call. But in that situation, she didn't have no choice but to tell her son to go get the motherfucking weapon. And and fortunately, her son didn't give it to her. He was like, "Nah, I'm not about to let my mom do this. I got I got to protect my mom in that instance. And then that's what it is. And I saw that those men. When he said, I'm, he's like, I'm going to knock you out. I swear to God on my grandma, if you keep talking, I'm going to knock you out. She wasn't raising her voice. She wasn't arguing with that man. She wasn't cussing at him. She seemed to be speaking in a cool, calm, and collective manner. And he was just extra hype for no reason. And I didn't understand that. And then as soon as he punched her, I watched them motherfucking men turn yeah. their ass around and run out the store like they were scared. And they should have been trying to stand in and intervene like, bro, don't do this. You know what I mean? Like, come on, that's a woman. Now, if he would have pulled a weapon, I understand backing off. And I understand Idris backing off. He pulling a weapon. He trying to threaten you with violence. You know what I'm saying? Don't lose your life trying to save anybody. You know, everybody can't be the hero. Right. But if it's a situation where you can prevent something from happening, please do. Please do. You know, at least try. But if they get to a situation where they about to threaten your life, then you back off. You know what I mean? Like, everybody can't die. Right. And I, I, I commend him, like, just walking away. It is what it is. But, you know, try to at least call the authorities or try to get some help or something for that lady. Don't just let her get beat up. Right. Don't just sit there and watch it happen. And they turned they, they turned their back on that lady and walked out. They ran out the store like they were scared. And I couldn't left, believe that. Right. They left a 14-year-old to do a man's job. And then you want to penalize him because he protected his mother. Yeah. You know they, they end up both. They end up both getting off. Yeah, right. they but did. Saying, they did. At first, they mm -hmm. wanted to penalize him because he was protecting yeah. his mother. But it's like he didn't do nothing these, wrong. All right. these men in here and y'all didn't do nothing, and y'all y'all let this happen. Mm -hmm. And and here's the thing: not just that, not just the men that we saw on the camera that that walked out the room, but the men that was behind the counter that may have been in there that was cooking food. Y'all let that happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Miss West. That flip, that's that flip side of it's a touchy situation because this mm -hmm. also happened in Chicago, where crime rate and stuff is extremely high. Mm -hmm. So they probably was like, "Yeah, we don't want to." I ain't getting into it. What's getting ready right. to happen to us? Yeah, right. Miss West, what's your thoughts on uh, what we talking about? So with the Idris Elba situation, I'm honestly not familiar with what happened. Um, but just my thoughts on it so much as what y'all have said. Sorry, it's loud. That's okay. Um, can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yep. Okay. So my thoughts so far, just based upon like listening into what you guys have said, I definitely agree with um Everett and I agree with Concrete, both you guys. Um, you should definitely find somebody to help out with the situation. Don't just sit there and like let her get beat up like that's crazy but you know what a lot of times I find out like people have bystander syndrome so bad right like mm. they just sit by and let something happen like they're too scared themselves they're too scared to get involved and then honestly a lot of people's thought reaction in situations like that is real slow they don't know how to react mm. they don't know what to do so them running mm. out scared like that is fight or flight syndrome and I don't condone mm. it at all because like I said that bystander bystander syndrome is real um, but like that's somebody's life. Like, what if it was you? You know, right. like would you would you want somebody to do that to you? And that's just how I think about situations. So I don't know, but that's crazy. No, that's true. That's true. And that that's a good point. That bystanders um, situation. Syndrome. 
syndrome. Yeah, because uh, yeah. a lot of people want to stand around, but the, the people that get on my nerves is the people that stand there with the camera and not say nothing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. say, just like, as say bad. something. They're like, definitely whole, just as bad. Yeah, because like my whole thing is it wouldn't have got to the, the swing. I swear to I swear to God on my mama grandmama grave. Like dude, I'd have been like, dude, is it really that serious, man? Like that's chill what out. You know what I'm saying? She get her food, you get her food, whatever the case may be. Then he stepped to me. Look, you really don't want them problems, man. Like, I'm just trying to diffuse the situation. Like, say something. And and it said in the story for Idris, you know, he left and called the police, but a good thing he did because you don't want like concrete said earlier, you don't want to lose your life trying to protect right. somebody else and the situation where they can both jump on you because you trying to help her because like exactly. you know, like I used to I tell think he did the right thing I yeah, just I would help that you know he called and didn't yeah. just let her sit and get you know what I'm saying beat up right right we I'm okay with helping I'm okay with helping somebody um I don't condone violence but I also don't condone letting somebody kick your ass right um I was raised to protect yourself. And that's just how I, I my children are not are not like me. And I'm glad that they're not. I was raised to survive. Um, because in LA, South Central, you gotta survive. It ain't, you know what I mean? I'm the only girl. So I had to walk to school by myself. So they had to make sure that I know. When I leave this house, I know how to protect myself. I know how to be able to come home every yep. day. Yep. You know what I mean? Because there's so many different elements going on out in the streets, whether it be police, gang violence, whatever the case may be. Um, you got to be able to protect yourself in all situations. So you got to make it home at the end of the day, every day. So I just always was like, you know what I mean? Like I literally had, you know, I just had, I was always in survival mode. Mm. So I'm not going to stand by and let a man beat up a woman or threaten to beat up a woman. That's just not me. Granted, I'm not trying to get my ass kicked, but girl, we better jump. We going to jump this nigga. We going to jump his but motherfucking see, you gotta ass. Help, you got to help yourself, though, because if I help you, yeah. you got to help yourself. Type yeah, thing. like, like granted, I'm right. not going to let him pull out no weapon. Once he gets to pulling out weapons and all that type of stuff, that's a different thing. But I'm okay with getting my ass kicked. If we all live at the end of the night, you know what I'm saying? Wounds heal. I know that sounds crazy, but wounds heal. I'm okay with getting my ass kicked if it means saving somebody's life or from a situation. I'm Listen. not about to let that. I can't stand by and let a man threaten a woman or be up in her face. I'm like, that's a woman. Like, right. are you serious? Right. Like, why are you arguing with a woman? See, I was raised with a bunch of, with, with my uncles and older brothers and all and, and cousins. They were all males. So my uncles them, they taught me how to hakalugi, but they also taught me how to frog a nigga, give a and punch him and, and give him a gun. But my uncle gave me, they gave me some quick points. Don't stand right. here and argue with a motherfucker while they are while they talking to you. You got three points of action here, Daddy. here, and if it's a guy, there. <laughs> Why? Yep. Because that's gonna drop a person to their knees. Here, hit punching them in the throat or hitting them right in the sternum, right below that that part right there. You you hit a person right through. You can knock the wind out of them, and that give you time to recover to get away. That's yep. what my uncles taught me. You got you better have quick hands. He mm -hmm. their their thing was we ain't sending you to fight toe to toe, but what we gonna mm -hmm. give you is how to punch a how to punch a nigga. And so get away. Time. 
And if you gotta fight somebody, by all means, whatever you gotta put, whatever you pick up in your hand, whatever you can find that you can lift, you better use it and take their neck off with it. Yeah, because you gotta make it home. Exactly. Right. So that's right. how that's how that's how I'm that's how I roll. So it's like yeah. I'm not standing here arguing with you while you argue all that time that he was standing there arguing with that woman talking about what he was gonna do. She could have punched him right there and took his whole breath away. No, you're right. You were definitely right. All right. Uh, our next subject, uh, everybody have probably seen already. I mean, it happened Saturday night. <laughs> we, we gotta we gotta talk about it. I mean, you know, I mean, why not? But, so um shout out to my people. <laughs> so uh, it's going around the internet, and of course, you already know what I mean. Come on now, I ain't go this. Hey, did you see I, the picture that I put in your inbox last video? No, I, I seen it, but I didn't get a chance to look at it because we don't hear it. That's my bad. <laughs> So, somebody, uh, somebody made some earrings out of some white chairs. <laughs> <laughs> Roll tide. <laughs> so, um, so a security guard is trying to do his job to move to have somebody move their boat because a bigger boat has to dock. So, uh, yeah, here go the video. Well, some of it, and I got the whole thing. So we'll, we'll play this part and then get to the next part. <laughs> he getting his clap on. He was like, "I said, Ooh. oh, see, bat signal." <laughs> My man threw that hat like Bobby Schmurder for real. Three, four, five, six, seven. Not including the women. About nine of them against him. He said, you ain't about to whoop on me. Mm-hmm. She like, watch out, lady. And she put her ass Watch out, lady. Watch out, lady. No. FBB. Yep. He like fuck this job. I quit. Right, but, but that ain't that ain't that ain't the good part of the video. Here go the good part of the video, right? Come. In Montgomery, history was made. And then the dude swam across the What began as multiple white folks pummeling one black man turned into an all-out brawl. Take 
Then those who started it got on their horses and ran. And how did it all start? The boat on your screen is the Harriet II Riverboat. The white folks parked their pontoon boat in the Harriet's reserve spot when the black man in a white t-shirt who is a dock worker, asked them to move. They got confrontational, shoved him, and started the melee by jumping him. She went behind! She went behind! Oh! In the water! In the water! Because y'all were wrong! On the other side of the fight, it would only get worse. Right in front of the Harriet, these two started a tango. Right when they appeared to end, one man winds up and takes a shot at the dude in stripes. The women start getting into it. Folks are falling down left and right. Then one man starts going WWE-style tactics, picking up a folding chair and swinging it at the shirtless white dude who attempted the sucker punch, trying his best to retreat from the scene. Unfortunately, the chair-swinging individual saw a woman down on the ground after her own participation and saw an easy target. Thus, he swung the chair on the top of her head. He would be placed in handcuffs along with many, many others. The significance of this moment? Well, if you look at Riverfront Park, you see it's off the coast of a river, of course. Come on, Papa. First of all, this one I don't like. I don't like the fact that the commentator said that he saw a woman, a weaker vessel, or an easy target to hit. Did you not see him hit that dude over there? He kept hitting him with that chair too. He bent that chair. Even the fact that she was an easy target, he was hitting anything that moved because they sick and tired of that stuff. So I don't, okay. It, it, it's, it, I feel like this. I'm going to fight and I'm getting <laughs> opportunity. If you oh. in the way, you got to get God, you got to get God right then. So if you're a man, I'm... woman, child, boy, handicapped, blind, all y'all can get. So I'm torn though. So I'm torn. This is this is my thing. Right? Papa said, fuck all that. Right. So <laughs> the way it started, y'all seen the first video how it started, right? right. They literally right. jumped the security guard for doing his job. Seven to nine people. I commend the fact that the other people jumped off the boat to go help. Because usually you just seeing people video recording, talking shit like the one lady was. Right, right. We I just talked that. about bystander syndrome. Like they usually I just stand of, there. Exactly. We just talked about it. So instead of helping, she's recording and doing you know, a little commentary, right? So I commend him for that. I don't like the fact that he hit the girl with the chair while she was already down after she got her ass whooped by two other females. I, I don't condemn that. Helen should have never got to, I, she should have never I came get, to the dock. I get that. I get that. But all I heard is when I seen the chair was a ring announcer from a wrestling match saying smash with the chair, you know? So like, that's all I heard. But for the dude to swim across to get there to help was commendable. He was determined. He said, I'm about to help my brother out. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. But I mean, more power is, to him because I can't swim. I can. You got to swim. You got to learn how to swim. Concrete, you got to learn how to swim. I'm working on it. It's I'm working on it. Late. It's never too late to swim. It's not. It's not. It's not. 
I've had a, I probably should have put that in one of my memories, but I had some, it's some issues. <laughs> I had some issues with trying to learn how to swim. So it like, just don't like, be working for me. <laughs> so this is my thing. It, it's in Alabama. Um, that dock has a history dating back to, to slavery times. Right. Where a lot of the slaves came in and got auctioned off. Right. Yep. Yeah, the history of being racist, and yep. like, I don't, I don't like Alabama because they are super racist. Not none right. against people that are from Alabama. I just don't like the state as a whole. That's just me, period. But I do like the fact that we came to each other's aids, right? Right. But when you got people that are not like those people that want to help. I hope they didn't get in the way as far as like some of the white people that like love everybody, like we love everybody and right. try to help the black folk. And I hope like, but like we didn't see a video where it was innocent, you know what I'm saying? People trying to help to get beat up as well. But right. Well, I mean, I got family that live in Alabama too. So, but at the beginning of the first video where you see the one black guy run down there, He's like pulling them off. He's like, okay, come on, yes. get off, get off, yeah, get off, get off of them. But yep. then at that point, he's like, okay, so y'all don't want to, oh, okay, well, y'all don't want to get off of them, then it's on. It's yep. time for, let's be, I'm about to be Hansy yeah. Jones on Yeah, because he did try to stop the whole thing, yes. Yep. Yeah, he did, he did. He wasn't trying to fight. He went down there to literally try to defuse the situation. I do not condone men hitting women. Let's just say that first. And I do not condone women hitting men. Right. But when you see them chicks act like they got a pair of balls to run up on that dude, that I feel like if you if you got balls to run up on him, that nigga got the right to rock your jaw. Yeah. Gotta agree that with that. that. Definitely part. have to agree with that. My biggest pet peeve is when females want to sit here and cry wolf because they didn't got hit after antagonizing a dude. Women aren't supposed to hit men. Men aren't supposed to hit women. Nobody should be hitting each other. And if you get rocked like you just, just like you would do for real, because that's how you came, like that's just what happened to you. you right. Should, I don't know what to tell you. Sit down. Like, don't do that. Right. I'm 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 glad I'm gonna say this. I, I I'm probably the the eyeball of the situation. I'm glad my people stuck together. Oh yeah. They didn't necessarily, I don't know if they knew him. Per se, Probably I did yeah. see that a lot of the people had on shirts that said crew. So I know that they do work there. So they probably knew him personally, but a lot of them other folks didn't know him. And they saw that he was getting jumped by seven to nine people. I wasn't including the women. I was just talking about the men in general. But it was about seven to nine people that attacked that man for simply doing his job. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And alcohol was involved. And I think they thought that their white privilege was like, you know, we didn't got to move. How dare you tell us what to do? And I don't, we couldn't hear what was being said. You know what I'm saying? We don't know what the tone was when he asked them to move, but they didn't like it. And that's not how you handle no situation. I don't care if it was white, black, or whatever the case. You don't resort to violence because you're in the wrong and you need to move your boat so that this boat can get in. Right. You shouldn't have been in the pontoon. And I fuck with pontoons. On the pontoon. Uh, so... You shouldn't have been in the motherfucking way. Right. And that man was simply just trying to do his job. Like, hey, you got to move this boat trying to come in so we can get these people off this boat and on this other boat, blah, 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 blah. And they probably didn't like the fact that this black man was telling them what to do. That and they're like, oh, yeah, real. we're going to jump you. This is going to be our situation. So we're going to handle it this way. 
I don't agree with that. And they probably thought, okay, we're going to jump him. It's seven to nine to y'all against that one man. And I'm glad that people stepped in and helped him. You know what I mean? Nobody died. But did y'all die? No, nobody died. Y'all got y'all ass kicked. It wasn't a fair fight to begin with. But when seven to nine, 15, 10 people came in and had his back. Yeah. Now we're going to make it even. Now y'all want to run and y'all want to play victim. Run. No. Run on the boat. Yep. No. Now it was like, oh, we don't want no smoke. You, no. Y'all you started it. Y'all threw the first punch. The second, the third, the fourth, the fifth. Y'all threw every single punch. And that man didn't get a chance to really fight back and help himself. He had to stand up and collect himself like, hold on. I know y'all didn't just jump me. Was y'all jumping me? And then he had help. So right. now that y'all see that he got help and we stuck together for once, nobody died. Once. I'm okay with the whole I'm okay with the whole situation. Nobody died. That's true. Nobody died. Everybody yeah. went home or jail, but nobody yeah. died. A lot of people went to jail. <laughs> I mean, I that's fine did. too. I hope but nobody but died. No weapon. What I, Only weapon that was involved was a motherfucking chair. Shout out to Pawpaw. Shout out to Pawpaw. With that fucking chair. He was serious with that chair. But nobody died. Everybody got to live another day and they got a story to tell. And this gonna go down in history. But we gotta understand oh, uh, Alabama is extremely racist. Um, let's they not forget the Clotilda. Let's not forget that they found the Clotilda. The Clotilda is, you know, that slave ship that went over there and secretly snuck a couple of hundred slaves and brought them to Alabama in the middle of the motherfucking night when slavery was abolished and you couldn't go over to Africa and steal slaves no more. So they went over there in the Clotilda and brought them slaves over here. And I actually, if y'all ever get a chance to go to Alabama, there's a slave uh, grave site where it dates all the way back to slavery. I actually went there because I got family members that live in Mobile and Daphne, Alabama. Shout out to my dad and my grandma. But if you ever get a chance to go to Alabama, go and check out that grave site. It's literally slave graves that date back to 1800. And they didn't even have names. Some of them didn't have names. They just had like slave names or they had like, they didn't know the birth dates. They just had their death dates. And seeing that in real life was like, whoa, this is a real thing. It's different between learning it in school and seeing it in real life. It's, it's real. So, and a lot of those people that were descendants of them slaves still live in that town to this day. So, and that includes white and black. So the people who grew up with those slave masters and you know what I mean, that own slaves are descendants of them folks. So it's a lot of racist motherfuckers. So they probably thought, oh, how dare you tell us what to do? So I'm glad we stuck together. I don't feel no type of way about it. I just wish that the chair wouldn't have came in the, in the play. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I wish the chair wouldn't have came into play. But besides the chair coming into play, they stuck together and that man needed help. And I'm glad that we stuck together for once. Nobody died and we got a great fucking story to tell. <laughs> Listen, and here's the thing. Even and I'm getting a t-shirt because I saw it online. But even all those policemen that was out there, you did see them pull, they pulled their weapons as, but you don't know as, as to what extent of the weapon that they had pulled. Because in the one part of the video, you see the female officer. There was a female officer Right. Who had something pulled, but she didn't fight. And right. so, you know, that's a that's a small little victory right there. Progress. Yeah. Nobody fire nothing. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, it's like he dude, the first dude and the black guy was going back and forth. 
Like that could have been easy resolvable. You know what I'm saying? That could have been easy resolved. It was Cletus Johnson who came flying out of nowhere with no daggone shirt on and no shoes. Come on, wait, we got here now, boy. This is what we gonna do here. You are who you ain't talking to my and, and, and Cletus Johnson, Cletus Johnson thought he was going, he, oh, I'm down here at the riverfront. Ain't nothing going to happen to me because I got my boys with me. Well, <coughs> you messed around and Cletus and Roscoe and all of them other Dukes of Hazards. <laughs> hey, I fuck with country music. They, all of them, they got they got little right they got boondocks on. That's what happened. Oh, that's that's funny. Funny. Make Roscoe, he go train and the Duke's has got boondocks on Mike Riley and his cousin and his brother. Right. Yeah. Our ancestors are proud. We stuck they together. Listen. We shall not be moved. We shall not be moved. What? We shall not be moved. <laughs> well, you know what could have ended that whole situation is if them niggas would have went over there and took that whole pontoon and flipped it over on them. Oh yeah, that would have ended the whole thing. Yeah. Mm. Hey, they were throwing people I'm in the water. Like that. I would have said, flip this sucker over. We ain't about to fight with them. Just flip it over. Yeah, it was, they were throwing people, people in the water too. Yeah, a couple people got knocked in the water. So and then Man, the jumped in the water to get away from the ass whooping. I was listen. I'm not gonna lie. I was so hyped. I was kicking my feet up in the air. I had my fist raised when I was watching the video. I was cackling all loud. I was like, yes! Whoop their ass! Whoop the their ass! Yes! The fight back! Get them! Get them! I was... I probably, if I was there, I probably would have had the best fucking commentary. Shout out to the lady who had the commentary because she was definitely right. on point. She was like, get him! Get him! Yeah. My commentary would have beat hers because I was over here like, yes! Whoop they ass, fight back. No weapons. Yeah, nah, see, whoop they ass. You wouldn't have had time to commentate because you would have been in the melee. You already know it. She would have. She would have. I would have too. But I'm gonna tell you what's really funny. Maybe. The memes are funny <laughs> because whoever came up with the Luther Vandross meme in the two white chairs that said a chair is still a chair. <laughs> <laughs> Even when there's nobody sitting there, <laughs> I said I did not see that meme. I wish I'd have seen that meme. Oh, you gotta, you gotta see it. You gotta see it. I gotta send it to me. I ain't seen. Oh, the Luther meme took me out. When I think I said, now you know what? This right here, this is too much. And then they had the Elijah Muhammad smiling. I said, not y'all got him in here. He was definitely proud. Listen, wait a minute. Did y'all see the the faint meme, the meme with the faint Malcolm X in the in the background looking over? No. <laughs> I, when I tell wait, you, did, I hate the internet. The internet wins every time. Every Listen, time. They got the wait, did y'all yeah. see the meme with it was like the the Shake Shack picture, like the dance hall Shake Shack picture, and they had them throwing chairs. It was great. No. Yeah. Oh, like see, I gotta class. see that. One. Like I forget the. The painter that did that, but yeah, it was it was good. They put chairs. In Listen, there. I found somebody online and they got t-shirts. So when y'all see me with my t-shirt and my uh my chair earrings, it's my business. Girl, listen, when so SBI did send you the picture of the chair earrings, and somebody okay. said I need five pairs of those. <laughs> Not that five. was me. I said I need three. Just mind your business. Just mind your Listen. business. 
I'm like, I will ask then, no questions. Yeah, don't ask no questions. None. None. I mean, getting it for my grandkids, and they don't know what's going on. You best do a photo shoot. Look, I'm getting it for my grandbabies, and they don't even know what's going on. No, you know the means where they say, I'm going to tell my kids this is so-and-so. Do a meme. Yeah. I'm going to tell my kids this is a switch. I'm going to tell my kids this is original Boston Tea Party. <laughs> I did see that one. That's funny. We can't, we can't hear, hear you, Sean. I said that's the one I said. I forgot I muted because she over here bugging oh. me. But yeah, I seen that one, the Boston Tea Party. Yeah. yeah. Hold on, I'm almost done. Listen, I remember I remember having to learn that in school. I was highly upset. I was always one of them kids like, what is this? What is this? They they even made us memorize the Declaration of Independence. Lord, I don't remember all of it right at this moment. But Listen, let me yeah. tell you something. But what I, I do know about the Constitution. Yes. Come on, earrings. Queen Peace Throne. Why black people work so fast? <laughs> because listen, because we invented. But like, let's talk about it. We see something, something happened. We on we that built like, this country. Man, white on rice. We be on it. We got earrings. We got t-shirts. We got all the memes in the world. Did you need a laugh? It's okay if you didn't. Because guess what? You got about fifty thousand of them today. Because we built this country. Well, but this That's is why. the thing. Hold That's on, the no. real Hold reason. On. Hold on, no. Oh, can we talk about DeSantis trying to make them uh say that black people benefited from slavery in Florida? Lord, but that, but that's a, that's the thing I was about to get to. We work okay. fast, we work fast on stuff like this, but then don't work fast on voting to make a real fucking change. Exactly. Are y'all voting I tomorrow? I am voting tomorrow. Yes. One on issue one. Yes. Yes. We or vote no? no on issue one. Period. Well, no. Okay. I mean, I don't, no on issue one. Period. I don't tell people how to vote as long as you vote, but me personally, I am voting no. I okay. just want people to go vote. But and that's the thing, though. We so quick to get on the meme train and show all this stuff, but not quick to go, go vote and make a real fucking change. They literally trying to say slavery was a benefit to the slaves. Like that's nigga. Bullshit. Please tell me how. How? What do we benefit? Because ne we never got them 40 fucking acres. Do you got 40 acres? Do you got yeah, 40 that, acres? But that's yeah, the thing no I'm mules. talking about, though. That's the thing I'm talking about. And on about. top of that, y'all want to put us, y'all created projects. So y'all move all the black people to the poor center of those of the cities and put all the white people in the best neighborhoods. So y'all want us all in one place where you can watch us like we're lab rats. You want us to get the worst education. You want to give us the lowest paying jobs. You want us to not be in the places where corporate America is making six figures so that our children can get those same benefits as the white kids. And that's not motherfucking fair. So what are we benefiting? And then when you still get in them places, we still got to deal with microaggression. And I've always worked in corporate America. Let me put on my corporate America hat. I've always worked in corporate America. I've worked in banks. I've been a realtor in Ohio. Um, I went to school for business management and entrepreneurship. I've always been the only black person in places. I've had white people want to touch my hair, ask me questions about my hair, want to touch my, ask me questions about my skin, about my you know, just diet, all types of things that they find strange or different. And I got some cool ass white folks. Shout out to any of my white people that's watching this. I got some cool ass white friends that got my back. They don't give no fucks about color. And they strictly like me off the fence that I'm a real ass motherfucking person. And 
I fucks with them. You know what I mean? Like they didn't have me in the country bonfires, country line dancing, all types of shit, experiencing different stuff. And they don't treat me no different. But then I go to work and I got people that, you know, want to educated ignorant. It's 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 extreme, it's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It's uncomfortable. And I've always worked in the place where I had to be the only black person either in the classroom or at the place. And it's uncomfortable when you go places and people are staring at you want to ask you questions about your culture. I don't ask y'all questions about y'all shit. Mm. I be wanting to, but I don't. Yeah. Listen, um, I, I, my, and they want to group us into one place. Like, you know what I mean? I ain't saying that it ain't white people in the projects, but the majority of people in the projects or inner city are black. Um, And it's, it's, it's harder for us. I remember somebody described a race. They said, uh, it, I can't remember who it was, but it was like, say y'all all start at the finish line. All the white people, if you ever, you know, your parent, this and that and the third, and they moved up like three, four hundred yards or whatever. And then you had to start the race. And it was basically saying that all the black people, y'all, the white, the black people started back here and the white people already had a head start. So they were going to finish the race faster than we was. And it was uh, correlating to society, how white people already got a head start. As opposed to us, when it comes to starting, we got to start all the way from the fucking bottom and the back of the line. And then we got to try to make our way up to the front of the line and try to keep up with y'all. And that's not fair. So what are we benefiting? Because we get the the, the least amount of fucking funding when it comes to public education. Health care, let's not even get on that. And it just, it's just... We didn't benefit in no way, shape, or form or fashion. Y'all always telling us to go back to Africa. Go this, go that. Like, no, we didn't benefit in no way. White I mean, Americans benefited from us. Yeah, white Americans benefited from the slavery the most. Are you serious? White Americans did, not us. Right. Our people, granted, it was some people back in slavery who were able to make it out of slavery and buy land and pass that on to generational wealth. And they people held on to it. They started companies and they kept it going. There are very few, very few. And I ain't saying that it's a, it's a lot of people that did. But for the most part, a lot of us had to start to fuck over. Once our grandparents died, we had to start to fuck over because they didn't leave nothing behind or they weren't able to get anything. We had to start to fuck over. And each generation got to start to fuck over. White people don't have it like us. Y'all get shit passed down to y'all. Y'all got a lot more benefits that's available to y'all. Y'all can go into certain places that we can't go into. And y'all get better jobs than we do. Y'all get better education than we do. Y'all be able to go to college and not have to worry about debt. Like, I got almost a hundred. And then let's not even talk about Biden and this motherfucking they uh, uh, canceled out the student loan debt. I'm thinking I'm about to be free. But you got to remember, though, the presidents are nothing but a puppet. Y'all got to remember. Exactly. Exactly. But they don't want us to let go of that debt. Only in America do they give a fuck about credit scores and all that type of shit. Other countries don't give no fucks about credit scores. You got the money to pay for it, you pay for it. Yeah, because with the with the presidents, there's only so much they they're they're gonna let them pass anyway. They already yeah. have the agenda wrote up before the president even getting off. Yep. You know what but I'm saying? That's why, but a lot of a lot of us do not pay attention to politics. We don't select certain judges because those judge those judges and city council people 
run for office. They become governors and mayors and Ohio state representatives. And then they go into them. And then those are the ones sitting behind the board. I forgot how many uh, representatives It's like 200 and something representatives. And I don't think, I think it's only two of them. That's motherfucking white. I mean, two of them that's black. This yeah, might, I, I ain't start. checked into it in a long, in a while. But that's it's not with the grassroots. That's motherfucker. It's not a lot of them that's black. That's up in the uh the state of representatives, and that's crazy. But if we start electing, we don't push our kids into politics to run in those spaces. We want to have our child do sports or entertainment or something along those lines because those are money makers. But the longevity, something that's going to help your people, your grandmother, your children, and so on and so forth, you need your children to go into politics. Motherfucker, that's going to make the laws and make changes. That's going to affect generations and generations and generations. And I teach that to my kids. Tech, you know what I mean? Get into cyber shit. Go, go in like cybersecurity. They're making 200 something, 300 something K a year. Mm. Yeah. I would love, you know what I mean? I'm like, I want my children to get into that type of stuff. I want my grandchildren to get into life for that. So you can change some of these laws. If you're going to change the constitution, change the shit that's going to affect your people. Because yeah. right now it only benefits one side. Yeah. Right. Which is the reason why you can say whatever y'all, people can say whatever they want to say, feel how they want to feel about Rick Ross. I love Rose. I fuck not with because Rose. of his music. I love Rose because I sat down after I knew I liked his music, I sat down and I said, let me see what this dude is about. Here, but I something. watched interview after interview after interview. Hell yeah. He's smart. Hell yeah, he is. And then when this thing happened with COVID, what he did with what he did and partnered and came into with into the healthcare program where you can call a doctor. He yeah. was like, we got to change the face of health for low-income families. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And people was talking about him. He this, he that, blah, blah, blah. Okay, whatever. But this dude is smart. They mm -hmm. asked him a question about, did he give his, do he give his, sisters, his sister money or whatever? He said, let me tell you what I did. He said, I bought a checkers and I, and I gave it to her. It's hers. She makes her own money. Because I can give her money and she and she can burn through it and then she'll be back for more. But I yep. can give her a business and it can make money for her. Right. Yep. Yeah. All right, y'all. We'll be here all night though. But make sure you do go out and exercise your right to vote. Period. Point blank. We got an election tomorrow. So if you're in Ohio, make sure you get your ass out and vote. Like I'm not gonna tell you who to vote for or what to vote for, but make sure you get your ass out who votes. Yeah. Other than that, ladies. Wait, I, I, I got one last thing to say. Go ahead. Go ahead. Y'all so busy trying to folk, vote for the big presidential election and not know that you should be voting for your small local elections because that's yeah. where your yeah. tax dollars and stuff is being decided where it goes. You're trying to figure out why why all the white neighborhoods got their streets paved and they get this get their streets salted because they went out and vote. You ain't vote. That's why. They don't got Dead food ass. stores in their neighborhood. That's right. why they can have three or four brand new grocery stores and shopping plazas pop up in their neighborhood because they went and voted. They show where their money is. Yep. Vote. Vote Absolutely. in your local elections. Stop Dead talking ass. about 
I ain't voting. Stop saying I ain't voting because because my vote don't really count. Your vote do count. They do. Your vote count count on the local level. So when you do that and say you're not voting, you ain't doing nothing. But you're hurting your you're hurting your children. You're hurting your grandparents. You're hurting your parents because you ain't vote. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, ladies, ladies of revival of the might. Thanks so September much. September 21st. Yes, yes. yes. Make sure y'all come downtown out. Akron. Jilly's music you. room. Hey ladies, give out your uh your uh your social medias if you want people to follow you. Miss West, drop your social medias if you want people to follow you. Yes, you guys can follow me at Miss West on Instagram. Um, you can follow me on Facebook, Bria West. And I do believe I have a TikTok. Yes, you can follow me on TikTok at Miss West the Poet. All right, all right. Cry Creek, go and drop your socials. Um, you can search me on Facebook, Keisha Concrete Rose, two K's no C's. You can follow me on Instagram, is real estate Roro. You can find me on TikTok, Concrete Two K's No C's underscore Rose. I got video poetry videos on there. Um, you can follow me on Twitter, <laughs> but I'd rather you not. <laughs> um, but if you find me, you know what I'm saying? That's cool. You know, Twitter's my safe space. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And drop, drop your socials, girl. So listen, you can find me on Facebook under the name. Oh, you can search Courtney me on Trice. YouTube, Concrete Rose. Right. You can find me on Facebook as Courtney Trice. Now, if you find the, I got a cup, I got two pages. Now, if you find the page that got me in a white outfit, don't subscribe to that because I don't log on to that. That's only for family. Um, you can find me on Instagram under Ebony Red Soul, E B O N I Red Soul, one word on Instagram. And you can follow me on Facebook. I mean, yeah, you can find me on YouTube. Like, there's gonna be videos that's gonna pop up under Ebony Red Soul or Courtney Trice. It is what it is. I'm in there like swimwear. You can find me on the moon. You can find me on Venus. You All can right, find me in ahead. your dreams. You can find me in your intravenous drip. Oh, also because our girl is not online anymore. If wow. you're looking for Medusa with two S's, you can search her on Facebook. It's Desi, D-E-Z-Z-I-E-J. Um, and I think she might be Desi J on TikTok as well. And I think she might be Desi J on Instagram. Don't okay. quote me, but type her in and find her. So she's not here. I'm going to plug my girl because, you know. There right. You there you go. And I'm going to make sure I get all y'all social medias. Uh, I get them from Ebony Red for, for the Spotify so they can find y'all through the Spotify as well. But ladies, thank you so much for coming on the couch tonight. Thank you so much for having us. Appreciate y'all. Make sure you check out the show that's coming up on September 21st. I'll put the banner up again. Uh, so that was our crazy. Like usually, I do crazy, funny, fucked up news. I'm about to bring y'all back. Uh, maybe before y'all actually do the show, and maybe get y'all on, and maybe Miss West will be prepared to do. A- Who was crazy, funny, fucked up news? Uh, it's it's, it's yeah. a story that's crazy as fuck, and we talk about it and laugh about it, but. We running out of time. I know it's okay. not over. I don't like going too long over two hours because gotcha. people got to go to bed and go to work and all that good shit. But uh, I am going to do our clothes. I got to do the clothes. We do the clothes every week. Something you can ponder on. Hmm. So the next time you see us on 
YouTube, Facebook, at Just Therapy D Podcast, or you hear us on Spotify. Make sure you check out all the old episodes on Spotify. We got about two and a half, almost three years worth of episodes. Go subscribe, like all that good shit so we can keep it going. But yo, close this evening, something you can ponder on. <laughs> oh shit all right here we go uh all right here we go your close this evening is healing comes from taking responsibility to realize it is you and no one else who creates your thoughts feelings and actions yeah i fucks with that Yes, one more, one more time, one more time. Healing comes from taking responsibility to realize it is you and no one else who creates your thoughts, feelings, and actions. Yes, accountability and being self-aware. There you, there you go. I was gonna ask for y'all to break it down, but it's too many of y'all, and we'll be here for another hour. So she said it best. There it is. Ain't nothing. I was about to say. There it go. Right, right there's here. really nothing to say. And therapy. I'm a, I talk a lot of shit, but I'm an advocate for therapy. Definitely go get therapy. You ain't got to necessarily talk to anybody you know, but talking to a stranger, telling them all your shit and releasing it definitely makes you feel better. I had to go to therapy for a number of years because <laughs> I got an anger problem. And it made me feel a whole lot better. Now I'm all oh, like, peace and love and shit. You know what I mean? Anger I cut problem. a lot. That ain't going to go away. But I, I advocate for therapy. I definitely advocate for therapy. You don't have an anger problem with grenades. I used to. I used to. It's I just misguided. To. I call it misguided energy. You know what I'm, I'm saying? I used to. I no longer have an in No, I do not. I'm all like peace and love. My grandkids get whatever the fuck they want. They want ice cream for dinner. We eating it. I don't, <laughs> have, I don't have an anger problem anymore. No. Hell I'm all about That's peace and love, but I'm also a firm believer. If you must be slapped, I am the one to do it. <laughs> That's a, I'm always prepared for war. I'm all about peace and love. Peace, love, rose, but I'm always prepared for war. That's what's up. Ladies, again, thank you so much for coming to the couch. Thank you, brother. I really appreciate y'all. I, 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 I see y'all. Let me Thank you so much you. for having us. Like, so from my from my from the bottom of my heart, I want to say it ain't too many people who can Thank call Airbread and ask Airbread to do anything. You are one of the few. And so I want to just say you. thank you to the Jess Therapy family. I want to say thank you to SB, who has been a phenomenal friend, a great brother. Um, I had the pleasure of getting to know his family under duress, but he's always been been he's always been 100 and i love him i love my little niece pool that's over there and so yeah y'all y'all keep rocking with my man keep your eye on him because y'all gonna look yes. and gonna be like i remember when and i'm gonna be like i was there I, I was there we started from the bottom i know what's up <laughs> hey i appreciate y'all i appreciate y'all thank you so much ladies and hey, make sure y'all come check out the show revival of the mic september 21st at Jilly's Music Room, doors open at 6, shows from 7 to 9.30. I will be in the building to support. Make sure y'all come out. Fuck with the fuck with the poets, man, because like they already get, they got shit to talk about. I'm telling you now. Hey, peace and love and blessings. Listen, couchers, one thing you can never get back is time. And I want to thank you for spending your time with us. Ladies, I appreciate y'all. I'm your host, SB, and we out for the night. See you God willing. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Welcome, welcome, welcome to Just Therapy, where we talk about life with a comedy twist, with your host, comedian Sean Boyd, Antonio Ferguson, and Miss KT. We talk about a whole bunch of shit from politics to people actually taking shits. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the therapy session. Man, this be dope. Make a motherfucker want to rap. I can't rap, man. Hold up, here we go. I can't rap. I really can't. But come sit down on the couch with us. Man, I can't rap. Come to the couch. Enjoy the show. Let's go. Let's go.